remember, it's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, and the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect. 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 You represent everybody that came before you, and everybody that'll come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You gotta listen to that spirit. You gotta fight for it. You gotta believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life You've got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. To the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Welcome in. It is seven minutes past the hour. Another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're live. It happens quickly, and we're here. And we thank you for having uh, having another day with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. A lot happening today when it comes to the show. Uh, the uh, registration deadline has passed as far as Fix Mama's Mouth, so everything should be in, and now we'll await the top three, uh, and then that will hit the website uh, on Monday, and then you'll have a week to vote, and uh, the winner will be announced on the Monday after Mother's Day, which is May the 10th, uh, with Dr. Dudney uh, here in studio with us. Uh, well, let's see. Let's look at the day. Uh, we have Kevin Derryberry's golf tournament uh, today. For those of you that are in town or coming around to uh, be in that tournament, we always see a lot of you there. Uh, that is today. We have an update on um, Bubba playing in the Pro-Am and the news that hit yesterday that uh, Pro-Am uh, uh, participants that were playing have to be tested for COVID if you haven't had the vaccine or uh, it hadn't, it's been more than 90 days since you had the uh, COVID-19. you got to be tested to be cleared to be around the pros. So uh, we have an update on that, uh, and we will reveal that on the main show today and kind of walk that out. We have another, uh, you know, inspirational video to play for Bubba, uh, you know, in, in his quest to get back out on the golf course uh, and be a part of the uh, Regions Pro-Am um, on Wednesday, May the 5th. If you are going to be listening and or watching on that day, uh, we will be broadcasting live. we got the NFL Draft tonight. Uh, we've got the uh, Rick and Bubba University podcast. I don't know if you all know this, but bare knuckle fighting is a thing. And uh, we'll be talking to Marcel Stamp, who uh, used to play for the Crimson Tide. Uh, and uh, and now he is a bare knuckle fighter and has kind of quite the story 
Uh, and so we'll be talking to him today. So we have a lot going on, plus your phone calls, as I said. The Good Time Gang is here. Eddie Van Adler, one Greg Burgess, one Michael Helms. I'm Speedy. Come on in. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Wow. That's a bare lot. Bare knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Bare knuckle. You know, Greg and I bare knuckle boxed <laughs> one time. Yeah. It didn't turn out well for me. Yeah. Just for fun. We just, yeah. <laughs> How about, man. I know. I know. It's a rough. It's a rough day if that's yeah. what you do. Yeah, B and B. You know, uh, Greg. Every time, <clears throat> excuse me, you I okay? Kind of crazy there. Uh, every time I um, I hear about you know different things coming into town, and if they're ever at the Battle Auditorium, yeah. I, you bring up old stories oh, about yeah. how you grew up going there. Oh, I've been there. From when I was a kid, the circus used to be there. Yeah, when I was a little kid. To, right. I don't tell you how many concerts. Right. Bunch. Just a ton of them? Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I saw Kiss on their last makeup tour before they took it off yeah. in 81. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> even have a big crowd. It's kind of depressing for them. Well, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship is going to be there. Right um, at the old battle. It's going to be happening on Friday night if you're listening live April the 30th. And uh, Marcel is one of the uh, main events there. Uh, and it will be at the Batwell Auditorium in Birmingham. And uh, it's just it's just interesting because... Uh, just thinking about that place and, and how many things that have happened there. I, do you remember one of the last times that we were there and we had I to do. be judges of a CrossFit game? Yeah, we had, and I was like, mm-hmm. what if I miscount? Yeah. You know, and these people are really serious. Yes. Yeah, big CrossFit <clears throat> competition. All right, so, it was a big event. So, um, remember uh, you tried to compete in it? No, 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 no. Um, I, I will tell you this. We were given a T-shirt, and I got one that got mixed up, and instead of event staff, it has athlete on the back. <laughs> and every now and then I'll wear it, like I've you know participated in it. Yeah. But Greg and I were asked to uh, to come and just hold a clipboard and help help just kind of yeah. do you know little odds and ends uh, at at one of these CrossFit game competitions. And I'm talking about the entire floor of the Batwell Auditorium was turned into what you know you can uh, you visualize CrossFit games. I mean, it's all kinds of different yeah. stuff. And we thought, and we told them, look, do not give us anything important. Just have us like stand over here and make sure that everybody's where they need to be. Yeah. And before we knew it, it got down to the last few guys, and we're sitting there. I'm counting double unders. I know. Like I, which I, was impossible almost. Like it's on me, really? Yeah. Um, they didn't realize we were that, not qualified. No, I think that was the last time I was in there. There were some people in really good shape. Yeah. Real strong. Mm-hmm. You know. You know what I'm amazed by are the are the the people that they don't look that big, but yet they throw weight around. It's like where? How are you oh, doing no. that? I know. I know a lot of it's technique, but there was one guy that was at the end, like in the finals, and he wasn't—he he didn't look. You know what I'm saying? He, oh, did, no. he didn't look that 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 type at all, mm. and he was just throwing. You saw stuff him around. on the street, you wouldn't think that. No. Uh, so anyway, I was just uh, bringing the battle up because that uh, that's is where, where the bare knuckle boxing. Yep, that's where it is. That's, that's where, where it's is. happening. Yeah. I I didn't realize that bare knuckle boxing was still around. Yeah. You know, I know early back the gentleman Jim Corbett days. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. But not now. No. Um, yesterday, uh, out here at the city center, uh, where is now becoming the, the, the city center of, uh, you know, 10, 15 lunches, whatever you want to do, just walk around, have lunch oh, yeah. somewhere. I'm going to tell you, this place is, is happening these yeah. days. It is. And even in the evening, it's, it's starting to hop around a little bit. I yeah. like to see it. Yeah. Saul Helmsy out there again, holding court, uh, with someone yesterday. And I, and I could he tell. He likes to be on the turf. Hey, I, I could tell he was really into it because he had his hands going. I mean, he was yeah. bringing it. And I almost just walked by going, I'm not going to mess with him, you know, but I just couldn't. Well, I'm glad I had you did. to stop. I had yeah. to stop. Well, that's important. That's <laughs> important going on. You didn't hide from him like you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, easy. Nearly said it. Easy, <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Um, but, yeah, no, it was uh, 
it was fun. I, but I almost try. I almost messed with you, but it looked like it was too serious of a conversation to do that. So I just tried to be good. I always want you to say, "Hey, now we were in some serious discussion, and now all that was good." Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this: we so, of course, I went in the wrong restaurant. I, I forget. I have so many meetings and lunches. I forget who. I always pick this place for obvious reasons. Of course, it's but I forget. I forget what I tell people, mm. and I try to mix it up. So, for instance, I may go. Hey, let's go to Zoe's because I've been here, there. What did I tell you yesterday I was having for lunch? And I was fired up about it, too. I can't remember. Taco Mama. Oh, that's right, yeah. So I walk in Taco yeah. Mama. I can't find my buddy. I'm like, what in the world? You I need to get towed in the wrong And boy. so yeah. then I walk next door, and, of course, he's in there. And then I was a little disappointed because oh, yeah. I had my heart, my heart set on tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get the protein plate. But then we got – then I, I did try something new yesterday. It was really good. They had a spicy uh, grilled chicken sandwich. Okay. And it was really good. All right. I like um, that. You just have to start telling people, meet me in the middle. I know. And, then, and then we'll hey, just look around and decide. Meet me at the turf. Yeah. There it is. Meet that's, me where, that's it. Meet me at the turf. I'll be the one falling, um, like, kind of in the zip up, kind of half asleep. But, you know, when you, when you eat at these places where you can either eat inside or outside, mm-hmm. and you have the choice, you don't tell a waitress or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of he kind of took control and went outside. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to be out here today. I mean, I may be a little warm. This yeah. pullover, mm-hmm. and and I never got hot, but I'm telling you, it's on the it's on the verge of that. Do you know that I have a friend that will not eat outside? It bothers him. He what, said, "I what can't." Is I can it? See that. What is it that bothers? I you? can just, see that. He said, it "Just, yeah, I just, I mean, you got doesn't it. feel right to me. No, and everything you what, got. We having a picnic? Uh, uh, yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't care for it at all. I'll He's leave. like, "No, I want to eat inside. I didn't, come, I didn't come out here to like squint at you. And you, you know, you got the elements. Pollen's falling. I just. I, I don't. I don't want that. I want, let's get in the air conditioner, sit down, and eat. Yeah, I agree. I was saying that's kind of what. It's kind of what I was feeling. So the last time we ate, where do you think I was waiting on? Outside, somewhere outside. <laughs> hey, buddy, got a table out got here, us right in the center. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Is 21 minutes past the hour. Kickoff hour is live with the Good Time Gang. Thank you uh, and welcome in. Guys, uh, I had no idea that there was a day uh, dedicated to this, but today is Happy Zipper Day. Hey, what? Hey. What's an ha- unhappy zipper? It's National Zipper Day. Did you know? I got two of them going today. Oh, this zip, day, zip. Next zip. Today uh, is the day <laughs> the design for the zipper was patented in 1913. How about that? Took the place of the button fly. Yep. Pretty good invention. Yep. What about that? What I about- like it better than the button fly. I do too. Mm-hmm. Remember when the button flies were all the rage? Yes. Levi's come out with their button fly. Did you too? know that for years when it was uh, introduced and patented, it, would, it, didn't catch, it didn't catch on? People were like, I don't know. They're scared of it. Yeah. Because they were like used Injuries. to the button fly and yeah. stuff, but think about that. The zipper yeah, has really yeah. come. I mean, that's. Yeah, hey, I tell you what, it, it, it stayed. Uh, are you looking down to make sure you're yeah, good? I okay. make sure I zipped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, what I'm talking about this is an invention that yeah. has is pretty much to its original form. Mm-hmm. You know, not a whole lot of upgrades. Right. I mean, it's right out of the gate they had it. I know. 
really hadn't, them on jackets, really hadn't improved on it that some much. Some of them on jackets yeah. give you trouble. Well, oh. a lot of that's the quality of the jacket. It is. It is, yeah. You know the. You know what I have the. Well, you know fashion house. Right. Uh, you know what I have? I have the biggest. <laughs> when it comes to zippers, I'm What'd okay. What I, I, I'm okay, but I have the biggest problem with hunting jackets. You know, they get all thick, yeah, and if it's cold, you're trying to, trying to zip <laughs> it up. and then Or sweat jackets. You zip it up, and then it opens up yes, behind the zipper. Boo. That sucks. <laughs> or one side, like y'all, it's your, like y'all say, and you pull up one side, and one starts, one side starts coming oh, up. Oh yeah. Have you ever had those pants? And it's rare. Most pants zippers work pretty good. Mm-hmm. The ones that, that slowly inches its way down on its own. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's you got. I mean, I, I walked around. You have to check it. It was Wednesday or Thursday of last week, and I walked around this studio probably for a good two or three hours with my zipper down. Really? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and evidently, right. y'all didn't see it because I know uh, no. y'all would have said something. Actually, we yeah. did. We just <laughs> but, <laughs> well, you know me. I would have said something. But I and finally I noticed it. I finally this noticed it. This one here let you go. Yeah, well. When I finally noticed it, I thought, so you've had this like this for a while now. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple hours. Yeah. So, thank y'all. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> National Zipper Day. Had no idea we had a day for that. But we'll, we'll have a day, won't we? We will. Happy zipper. <laughs> no, just in honor, I wore two. I just had no idea it was patented in 1913, and it didn't catch on at first. I, you know, 1913. 1930. You're gonna get it caught in your neck, and it, your neck's gonna get all it up hurt. in there, and it's gonna pinch it. Who invented the zipper? Huh? You know. Let me see here. Wow. Well, yes. Mike that. Zippy. <laughs> zip zip zippy do Gerald Zipper. Now here we go. It was uh. Let's see, National Zipper Day, uh, April 29th, 1913, when the patent for the modern zipper was issued. It's a, uh, we celebrate the see, a first attempt at creating the zipper came from an inventor of the, uh, of the sewing machine in 1851. Uh, and uh, it just, well, I'm just, Whitcomb, I guess, began selling the clasp locker. Boy, I'm just, I'm just, Never I'm mind. gambling. This I'm fine. sorry. <laughs> I mean, I am, I'm just pulling it up. I didn't um, mean to run off a cliff. Let's see. <laughs> okay, we've B- See, 1923, B.F. Goodwrench uh, popularized the word zipper as it applied to the use uh, in the boots and pouches it made. In other words, you don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What um, other? We what, got a lot of names in here, and it, it looks like to me there's a lot of people that are involved, involved with the zipper. Yeah. What other things do you, can you think about that that changed the way? Like for instance, okay, we talked about the zipper, we talked about buttons, but I'm gonna tell you, shoestrings were a pretty big deal, and mm-hmm. for something to that's be true. so minor in as far as creativity, mm-hmm. that's a that's a game changer, and and we're starting to get away from it a little bit with some of these uh, shoes. I saw a, a gentleman the other night playing tennis, and he had no shoestrings. And mm-hmm. the shoes were built uh, to kind of once you get them on, they kind of clasp, uh, you know, into mm-hmm. into the foot, so you don't have to worry about shoestrings. But the shoestring has been a pretty good deal for a very long time. Right. And and somebody They've at some point team. said, "I tell you what, we ought to do. We ought to grab some string and run it, you know, in and out on each side, and then tie it at the top, and and we'll have us a secure shoe or a secure boot. Hmm. And it's worked. And it's worked for many, many, many years." I, even though they come out with Velcro, I still like the string better. Right. It was actually invented by Elias Howell. Okay. Well, he's the first to earn the patent on it. I don't know yeah, if it, it looks like the automatic continuous closing uh, closure is in 1851, but he said he never took advantage of what he had created. You also got Whitcomb, Judson, and Gideon yeah. Sunbuck. <laughs> so you can see what I'm talking Black about. People. Y'all, hey, y'all hey, buddy. Hey, hey, buddies. 
Uh, y'all ever notice that on your zipper it says YKK on there? No. Look, look at your zipper right now. What's that? Huh? I think you're trying to no, get no, us no, to no, look I'm, it I'm, up. I'm telling you, hold on. YKK on the little thing. on the little on the on the, oh, the actual well, zipper you, you itself. Gotta, yeah, it does. You got on zipper. Greg's yours says YKK. Yeah. Okay. Does yours on your shirt Hel- Helm say YKK? No, I can't see it. Mine says YKK. Mine, see, Helm, Speedy's yours says YKK. That is for Yoshida Kyogo, some company Mine's got that, some numbers on that it. makes about half the zippers on planet Earth. Really, that one company YKK. Uh, oh, wouldn't you love to have that gig? They've got a they got a factory out of Macon, Georgia, that makes five million zippers a day. Stop it! Where'd you get all a zippers? day? So if most of the zippers you're going to see are going to say YKK on them. And who's what's it for? Yoshida Kyogo Kagakamagasaki. Wow. That okay. last, well, that last one I messed it's a up. Great but, attempt though. But I thought that was kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. it does say YKK. It does. We're all walking around with YKK on. Didn't even know it. Right. Dang. Everybody's mm. trying to look now. Kyogo, some, of you, some of you that are driving don't do that. Hey, it's don't hard to look, look at your zipper. Yeah. It is. It kind of is. Yeah, you gotta have YKK. Yeah. I never even thought about it. It's, it's, it's everywhere. There. Yeah, I never would have seen it if I hadn't had my glasses on. <laughs> just really. Oh, the zipper. Yeah, yeah. He's still talking about the zipper. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. YKK, yeah. buddy, we good. You, you saw it, okay? <laughs> Greg, just for a minute, you look like you're standing in the urinal. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at checking YKK. I tell you, well, what people that go commando got to watch the zipper. Yes, that can yeah. be. That's like a, a lethal. Don't weapon. understand that. I've got a buddy that does that, and I don't understand no, it. No, I don't either. Just don't. Hmm. He was open about it too. He's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I don't wear underwear." I'm like, "Really?" Oh, and wear jeans every day. I don't see how that. I and just I, I just don't that. get it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get it. I sweat too much. Try number it, one. That's like people that walk, run try around. They don't wear socks. Don't get you that know, either. I, I don't get those people I, either. I, I try that. My feet just get skank. Okay, but <laughs> I don't know. What, so I just get them right. little bitty tiny uh, socks. Is this where you thought we were in the footies? Yeah, I'm. A, I go to footies yeah. in a minute. That's all I wear. A second. Who black ones? Who wants to pull yeah, up socks at mid Got them on this morning. No. I'd like you to know? see the tube sock make a comeback. Mm-hmm. When we was kids, you'd have your socks up above your hey, calves. Hey, hey. Stri- Big old. Above your calves <laughs> with matching stripes. Yes, of course. What the, I mean, what is wrong good. with us? I mean, pulled them up high, too, oh, just yeah. below the knee. Yes, sir. On a hot day. <laughs> oh, <Huh>? yeah. <laughs> Look, that's when you're kind of dressing up. <laughs> Put shoes on. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come on back. See what y'all have learned by yeah. listening and watching this show. You had no idea you would be educated on the zipper today. Nope. But you National are. zipper day. Now you know. Elias Howell. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba show. We thank you so much for being with us. Um, Helmsy, a couple of things, uh, and you know, we're not going to be sports talk, but um, just want to throw out at y'all. And then, Greg, I'm and the reason I said Helmsy first is because it has to do with baseball, Greg. So don't think I'm leaving you out. And then I got something to talk to you about. Yeah, I really hurt my okay, <laughs> you ready for that? Yeah, um, go ahead, fix your zipper and get us up, get a cup uh, of coffee. YKK. Um, so, uh, last night, first of all, Bryce Harper gets hit or with about a, about a 97 mile per hour fastball. And I, I don't care if you like baseball or not. It was a scary moment. It was like it hit him right on the the tip of the uh, of the helmet, 
And uh, he's okay, luckily, just barely missed his face, barely. Um, and then uh, the uh, the Braves are hosting the Cubs, and um, the Cubs. and we're beating the the, uh, the Cubs ten to nothing. When they scored the tenth run, I went, I stopped watching it. Right, and um, Rizzo, who who is a uh, the timing on this is unbelievable right. with ESPN right now. Well, it is. Uh, he <laughs> plays first for the Cubs, and and uh, he is. Uh, he is um he he's really a a funny guy because whenever he's mic'd up uh funny ha ha he'll like be be cutting up in the dugout he's light hearted like out that. there he's very light hearted yeah. well anyway um the game was out of reach and and he came in and actually threw in the seventh inning uh against uh, the Braves ten nothing and faces Freeman and strikes Freeman out on about a, last year's a six, MVP. yeah on a sixty one mile an hour curveball. That's hilarious. And Whoop, he he and Rizzo get to laughing at each other, and it was just a light light hearted moment where you could tell you know That's what funny. even at the highest level the, here's here's guys just having fun. Even at the highest level, when you're getting beat ten to zip, yeah, um, still had a good moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean so. just grinning, laughing, cutting up, uh, and That's then funny. in the post game they're both asked about it and they. They're cutting up about it, but it's just good to see, you know. It was in today's sports, just a, a lighthearted moment there. Uh, thought I'd bring that up, and uh, the Braves pitcher went uh, yickety yak last night. It was an interesting timing yak, yak. on that too. Yeah, Glavin had just done a, a piece on him, and they'd even showed highlights from from talking about how much of an athlete he is, and all of a sudden he, he goes yickety yak with a home run. It mm-hmm. was it was cool. I I, I watched probably. I, I guess I I've turned it off in the when it was seven or eight nothing, mm-hmm. and then came back for a minute, and then ten nothing. I turned it off for good. But I'm gonna tell you something. This is a fun team to watch, mm-hmm. and. Rarely do I and and I, okay, Helms, calm down. Yeah, really. Okay, calm I'm about down. To say good night. But there are there are rare people Great. where that bring me to the TV to watch. You know, there I used to do this with Barry Bonds. Okay, and I'm not comparing this guy to Barry Bonds by any means. At Barry this Bonds. point, it's too early to say <laughs> things like that. Okay, <laughs> but if Barry Bonds was at the plate. I would watch, and then I'd count, okay, he's probably got another 45 minutes before he bats again, and I'll, I'm going to come back and watch him again. Yeah. I mean, I, I was it was appointment TV for me sure. to watch that man hit, mm-hmm. and there have been others, okay? Right. I'm starting to get that same feeling with Acuna. Acuna. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the kid is so much fun to watch, and I'm not talking about just because of the home runs. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about the way he plays in general. Right. The way he ran and scored from first last night off of off just a really really a ball he shouldn't have scored on. Yeah. Um stuff like that. He's just when he is on the field, something as exciting is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's appointment TV for me. Yeah. It's good stuff. How about May they announced May the seventh, uh the Braves will be um the stadium will be a hundred percent stadium capacity starting May the seventh. Oh really? Wow. So they they've increased That's next you week, know. isn't it? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's next to, <laughs> <laughs> what next Friday? Friday night. Okay, you um, going? <laughs> chop, chop. Now I turn to you. Uh, would you just I'm come out of p- getting everybody parked good? Y'all, 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 good and settled. <laughs> Get everybody in the right parking spot. He's talking about your shirt. Oh, okay. yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, well, you do the same to us. I'm trying to make you. Yeah, I'm trying to make you proud of us. Like, I like yeah, I was just go. glad you're on time today. Right? Hey, really? Yeah. <laughs> Deadbeat. Uh, you like my text last night? <laughs> <That was funny. laughs> will you give the NFL draft anything tonight? Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm not going to watch the whole thing, obviously, mm-hmm. and I don't know how far I'll go in the first round, but I, I'm interested in the top ten picks. Okay. This year, normally, we know Trevor Lawrence, that's a given, but after that, we don't know. Mm-hmm. That third pick, I'm really interested to see how that turns out. Right. Now, is the draft in Cleveland? I think, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. 
Right, and, I mean, because there's, I mean, it could go. Because yeah. normally they've got the top ten, and it's, they don't much vary off that. Right. But I, I think it could get interesting. So the BYU quarterback is it Zach? What's his Something name? Something like that. Something. Uh, anyway, is he? He's projected to go to the Jets. Is yeah, right? a lot of people say he's number two, but we'll see. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? And, <clears throat> and then the, 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 I guess the big, the wild card is the 49ers. Correct. Yeah. Who they're they saying it's either Mac Jones or could be uh, the kid from North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> what about Fields? Fields, I, I think, yeah, maybe. Uh, th- that whole group, that, like I seen an article a few minutes ago said if they don't pick Jones, well, he, you know, like the year Rodgers didn't get picked, it was mm-hmm. between him and Smith, and they mm-hmm. went with Smith, and he just dropped. It wasn't, it's just because there weren't that many picks after that that needed him until, right. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it could be interesting, I think. I may watch it. I say I watch it, I may forget. Yeah, well, watch like I'll try to. Yeah. I'll try to. I would like dig to see the first few bit. picks. Yeah, I would. Too. I like watching, especially, and they're going to have some. They're going to be there this year. I think starts at seven. I think so. Yeah, but I believe so. I, th- right. I should be home and settled that, in by then. I think. I hope there's enough people to boo Goodell every time he walks out. <laughs> do you know? No, I mean, not that I'm anti Goodell. I just think it's funny when yeah. they boo him. Do you Do you remember one of the most memorable? Uh, and, and here I go. I think it's Mel Kiper, uh, and was talking about the Colts pick. Um, and I, here I, guys, I'm sorry, there's little sparks of memory. And, and they went to an interview, and I guess it was the Colts owner, and he starts dogging Mel Kuyper that he's never worn a jock, and he oh, don't know what he's talking oh, about. He's never good. played. He just starts ripping him to shreds. And Mel Kuyper, look, he's sitting back there in the studio uh, at the desk, just sitting there going, wow, so oh, I'm just so going to have to listen to this. Yeah, uh, There's and, little moments. And, and then the time when uh, uh, Lermit Tunsil from yeah. Ole Miss was sitting there, and everybody was like excited. Hugh Freeze is with him. All of a sudden, right at the about huh. the time they go on there, they release those texts about yeah. him paying his bills. <laughs> oh, timing's good. I mean, because remember they said, oh, this may affect his status. And I think he did drop a few spots. But yeah. That'll do it, Greg. Of course, a little we know a few months later, he freeze. Sure. We'll have a whole other controversy. Sure. But yeah. Uh, th- those are, and that, again, like I said, the, the Rogers sitting there not getting picked. Uh, what was the kid from um, Notre Dame? Brady what, Quinn. Brady Quinn, who was a flop. But him sitting there, the ones that are there that they think are going to go high, and they know. don't. That's why I wouldn't. If I was in this situation, like I don't think Trevor Launch is going to be there. I he's not, but I think he not. would be okay he, to be he there. He is okay. Okay, but like but if, I'm, right. if I'm Mac Jones, no way I'm there. No. No. No way there. No. And I don't know if what he's doing, by the way. I don't, no. I, I don't study it enough, but I, I, there's no way. He could go three and he could go 33. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And how about this? And I saw they said one team has him high on their chart, but what about Trask from Florida? You know he yeah. he looks like an NFL quarterback, and a lot of people. But they say the Steelers like him, but because he's kind of same body as Big Ben. Yeah. But I, you know he, I mean he really stat wise, I think his stats were as good or better than anybody's. So I don't know. Um, It'll be right, interesting. So I I was sitting here while y'all were talking, and uh, and uh, let's listen to this. Oh wait, oh Maggummit, uh, I'm I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> Did you here. say Maggummit? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> What was what that? that? I don't know what that was. I tell you, early morning, that narrow, he'll give you a word you've never heard. Uh-huh. I got you, I got you something I can give you real quick. Huh? What the hell is Mel Kuyper, in a way? Uh, there it is. There it is. Who in the hell is Mel Kuyper, in a way? I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. In my knowledge of him, he's never, ever put on a jock strap. He's never been a coach. He's never been a scout. He's never been an administrator. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our papers two days ago telling us who we have to take, 
we don't have to take anybody that Mel Kuyper says we have to take. Mel Kuyper has no more credentials to do what he's doing yeah. than my neighbor, and my yeah, neighbor's a postman, and he doesn't even have season <laughs> tickets to the NFL. What? <laughs> Listen, I'm a, first of all. That is the uh, Colts general manager in. What year was uh, that? Let's see, that was 27 years ago, I What's think. What's his name? Because I think Bill he's, Tobin? Yeah. Okay. Guys, yeah, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> you got to give Kuyper credit. Yeah. He's turned a career into this. And if you go back and go, oh, before we get started, let's look back. When yeah. did you become the expert yeah. on who the NFL should draft? <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, but what I love is that when he's dogging him. He's a postman. When he's dogging him, Mel Kuyper's sitting there, and they show him, and he's just sitting there <laughs> listening to it. Because <laughs> they've pitched it out. Well, let's go to the Colts general manager and see what he's got to say. I mean, you know, he's, he's <laughs> oh, never, I got something for you. Hyper, in a way. He's a self-proclaimed <laughs> expert, yeah. and yeah. it's stuck. Yeah. yeah. He has made a career out of it. Mm-hmm. I watch him and think, well, Mel must know. Todd McShay's <laughs> the same way. Yeah, you think, well, if he says it, he must yeah. know. The answers to uh, who you should <laughs> criticize everybody, whoever they take. What? He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. In my knowledge Look. of him, he's never ever put on a jock strap. He's never been a coach. He's never been a scout. He's never been an administrator. <laughs> And all excellent. of a sudden, he's an expert. Please he's in our papers face. two days ago telling us who we have to take. We don't have to take anybody that Mel Kuyper says we have to take. Mel Kuyper has no more credentials to do what he's doing than my neighbor, and my neighbor's a postman, and he doesn't even have season tickets to the NFL. <laughs> he got on a roll and just couldn't stop. You know you know what that was? A lot of frustration coming out. Yeah. Now what I would like to know, I know we don't have time to research it, mm. who did they pick and did he flop? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Kuyper obviously didn't like it. Kuyper may have, Kuyper have, may have been right. He may have. Yeah. But, I mean, it is funny. You wonder how did he become the guru. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, he's been doing it for years. Yeah. He saw a niche and just started digging into it. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Pretty smart. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back so the, the draft is tonight for those of you that give a rip. Uh, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll know tomorrow for sure. Uh, and, I, you know, it's hard for me to watch uh, because of what y'all just talked about, about the um, – the player that was given really bad information and they keep sitting there and their names aren't called. Yeah. Now, that's tough for me to watch. Uh, but I'll try to see if I can give it a little bit. If anything, get the notifications of who on who was picked. There you go. We'll take a break. We'll come right Rick back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's go. You guys act like it's... Pick it up a little bit. Okay? Get your chin up. Smile! Smile! You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Nine minutes till top of the hour. Welcome in. It is the kickoff hour, and it is The Rick and Bubba Show. And this portion of the show, boys, you ready? You ready? Yeah, what? I like it, I like it, I like it. Uh, it Here is, it comes. <laughs> it is uh, brought to you by Cook's Pest Control. Oh, yeah. It is time, folks, to make sure that you are taken care of uh, at your home. And Cook's Pest Control and Centricon, the unbeatable combination for termite protection, can help you do that. They will take care of all the pests. And I'm not talking about Greg. He might come over. But I'm talking about Don't those like uh, that really drive you crazy. Ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, rodents termites, nesting wasps, roaches. Who likes those? Nobody. Nobody. So uh, check them out right now at uh, cookspest.com and schedule a free thorough inspection and evaluation for your home or business. There is no obligation uh, either. They even offer services for contractors and new home construction. So uh, check them out right now at cookspest.com for a free thorough uh, 
evaluation uh, and let them inspect your home, make sure that they can do for you what they do for us. So get Cook's Pest Control uh, and let them take care of you, the unbeatable combination, Cook's Pest Control. You know what I like is when they call and they tell you when they're coming. Yeah, I like and that. Then when too. they're done, they'll, even if you're not home, they'll send you a little, hey, little got yeah, it done. Little email. Hey, look, here's what we did. Yes. Here's what's going on. I like that heads up because if, if one of us is home, we can mm-hmm. put Buddy up because Buddy gets on their nerves. Yeah. He's not going to hurt them, but he acts like it. Um, so, you know, about this, about this time of year, all of a sudden bees will just appear. And oh, you're like, not, them, you're like, drill holes. That's, oh, that's yeah, carpenter bees. Carpenter I'm bees. telling you, hey. my mom and them were battling them. I had to spray some stuff up there at them the other day. Mm-hmm. They're hard to get rid of. I they thought are. I saw a they, carpenter. Now, because we've brought this up, you're going to get a lot of emails on how to do it. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So, get ready I, for that. I actually had to call Ed, uh, my tech, and, and I called him, and they'll, they'll do this too. If you call them, in between inspections or, or their treatments, they'll still come out if they like you have an unexpected problem. Yeah, that's true. Got an and, unexpected um, guest. And I thought I saw I thought I saw two carpenter bees that kept hovering around the house. Big old things. Oh, they're you huge. Know? But do you know there's a bee that's that looks like the carpenter bee, but it's not a carpenter bee. Yeah. It, it, but it, but when it's flying, it kind of looks that's a good that way. News bee. Yeah, it's got some name for it. I don't. It's got like a little stripe on it. But um, it's not a carpenter bee. Boy, that pile. I try not to get too close that. enough to them to know which one's got a stripe yeah. and which one doesn't. But you ready for this? And this is a, a straight up true story. Uh, I so I uh, I called him and I said, "Hey, here's the deal. Just whenever you can." He goes, "Man, I, I'm in a break. I'm 20 minutes away. I'll be there." Yeah, and he was there. Stuff he was. He was there and and inspected everything. So I don't see. That? I don't see anything. And uh, then he said, but you, you look fine. I just looked everywhere. I don't see where You'll there's burrowing in or something. Yeah. You know, they'll even get to a, a wooden fence. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll, you know. They'll, they don't do. Don't stick your finger in the hole. They'll sting you. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. I'm sorry we're talking about bees here. Um, Helmsy, I know how you're. Yeah. So time of year. I kind of had to look at the mock drafts just to kind of get my mind off of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't mind the big carpenter bees. I don't either. They're not that aggressive. It's the wash I don't like. Yeah. No. I don't like what the carpenter bees do. I'm not no, scared of No, they tear them. stuff up. Yeah, but yeah. you don't want them all up in your house. Um, so did y'all see, I, I don't watch Wheel of Fortune, but did you see the contestant? Uh, no, contestant I'm like you. I can't Had a historic it. prize uh, win, won a house. Won a house. And also took almost $24,000 in prize money, too. So that they'll, obviously, like I asked uh, earlier, so – Where'd you say they were located? They're not going to um, build you a house. Lives, you have to buy a house. That's a hassle. Yeah, she lives in California, and uh, she won a new home valued at three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Where Where's the home? Um, the home is a, she can pick between Florida and South Carolina. Hey, that's convenient. I live um, in California. Yeah, she'll be selling. Well, that. yeah, I mean, but uh, hey, she won a new house. So how about that? That's I mean, I, to, we don't have to crap all over. Yeah. Yeah, to your point, I mean, really, it's going to be a burden. More, she's a teacher too, I believe. So she might just go. You know what? I want to relocate and get out of California. Let me ask you this: I don't know, or she might. She wishes it was closer. All right. So let me ask you this: So you said value of three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Three. Would you take two hundred thousand just to not have to mess with it? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that after taxes? Yeah, it's hand in uh, money in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm You'll give up if 175 I, I have, not to mess with the hassle of that. If I house, have yes. no no plans at all, I to bet deal they with offered it. her a buyout like that. Probably they probably will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd do it. Yeah, good, good, good little problem to have. It is, you know. Yeah, I'd like to have to be making that decision today. Yeah, I'm sure when she was on the show, she wasn't thinking about you know yeah. I might get a she new. She's all excited, you know, but I'm, now I've got it. And, what South Carolina and where Florida? Oh man, I'm going to Florida in a minute. Sure. Nothing against South Carolina, mm-hmm. lovely state. Like right. to go there too. Uh huh. 
Now, now that like I'm thinking Carolinas. about it, now that I'm thinking about it, there's some coastal yeah, areas over there that true. I really like. Mm-hmm. Getting the Outer Banks. Uh, Greg, you'll love this. Um, you'll be so proud. Uh, Say Jack said, this is just nuts. Uh, he said, um, what? we haven't done anything like this before. This is a historical win. Uh, 375,000. You know, it's not like, I mean, I, you know, it's not some, you know, cheap, you know, uh, home, you know, well, garden home or something. It's located, a $375,000 home. Uh, no, but again, though, it depends on where yeah. it's located. Yeah. Sure. I'll give you that, but still, that's that's a nice house. Well, yeah, for spinning a wheel. You know, I mean, I know right. it's not. <laughs> it's a real nice house. Your standards, it's not that nice, oh, okay, but I mean, buddy. I mean, they don't have, you it's know, very, above my they don't have like 60 acres that come it's with It's way it. above my standards. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. we might take it. To there. You think? Well, Yeah. Also, if I do, spin that wheel and lands on it, I'm going, yep, that's mine. Also, do these people bother you, even though they're really, really smart, changing subjects? Did you say a 12-year-old is graduating from high school and college at I've the same time? I've been told you how I feel. You better watch him. Hey, young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. You better it's a real watch. young Sheldon. You better keep an eye on that kid. Uh, the 12-year-old Greg. is... Kids uh, ain't supposed to be that advanced. There's something off. He's like an alien or he's mm-hmm. psycho. He's valedictorian of his high school. got him being a psycho. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of them are. Um, Not all of them. A lot of them are. So he's 12 years old, lives in North Carolina. His name is Mike Wimmer, uh, and he's about to graduate from high school and college in the same week. He's 12 years old. Hmm. Then what's he going to do? He says he's – What's he going to do after that? He's 12. He he can't go work anywhere. He'll get his associate's degree from a community college uh, on May 28th, and he's graduating – from high school on May 21st. Uh, so he'll start his doctorate and stuff like that. He's, he's planning to go into robotics. There you go. This is young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. And 12 years old. Think of your, if you have a 12-year-old, think right, of, let's check on or him. think of when check your child was 12. Write it down. We'll check on him in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Better look out. Really? Mine are going to be able to get out. They're going to be lucky to get out when they're supposed to get out. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, imagine he's 12. I'm like, 12? You, mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you, you, we got to go to your graduation? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Man. At 12. 12. I, you know, I hadn't heard an interview from him, but I don't know if he's even hit puberty. Probably not. Yeah, he might, be a, late, he, he might be a late bloomer, he's and he's graduating from high school and college. Right, buddy. <laughs> well, I brought that up because I know that bothers you uh, when you see bother me. headlines like flag. that. You better, that ain't, you better watch him. That's all I'm saying. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The main show starts with Rick and Bubba. Uh, busy show on tap. As uh, we went over that this hour, you don't want to go anywhere. His uh, parents better sleep with a locked door. <laughs> Greg. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, 866. We Be Big is our number. Thank you for being with us. This hour starts with the national anthem. Twilight's last believe me 
minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, 27 years we've been at this, and the train rolls on. Uh, another day in Rick and Bubba history. And uh, you can be part of it at this number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, as we roll through another day, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, they've already clocked in and given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network, our podcast archives, our tune-in app, our YouTube channel, and of course all the different places you can grab Rick and Bubba content, either live or on your preferred time. Or go back and grab things you might have missed. Uh, you're living in a time that the only way you cannot hear or see every second of this program is if you choose not to. Or you just ain't got time for all that. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll unpack. we got a lot of updates today. We've got to figure out the, uh, uh, the speaking tour saga from yesterday. We have an update. Uh, the ongoing plight to get Bubba through a, uh, you know, at the end sort of pandemic but not pandemic pro-am uh we'll we'll discuss that today and get get some updates another motivational uh video another cameo video we had william hung uh, motivate bubba to get him ready through this program we have another one today <laughs> you the audience let me tell you something y'all are a blast you're an absolute blast thank you for all you do so we, we've got a lot to do and and we'll unpack that and then work through the stories of the day an interesting podcast today uh, we're going to record. We'll talk about that a little bit. I, I didn't even know that this sport was alive and well in modern times, and and it ties into something that that we mention here on our program a lot about survival. Uh, only the strong survive, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that uh, in, in the podcast today. And there's an opportunity for you to see it uh, Friday night. Uh, I'm sure they do this in different places, but Birmingham, Alabama, has one of their uh, um, their bouts coming up um friday night tomorrow night so we'll talk about that too uh across the way we got to get him in here though uh the pride of cedar springs alabama most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one the man with a golden voice professional lunch eaters man of the year the inventor of pizza and a cup shakespeare's worst nightmare and the master of the kang's english ladies and gentlemen put your hands together for bill bubba Bussey. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere, welcome to another edition of the party we call Rick and Bubba. I don't know what's going to happen to you, baby, but I do know that I love you. You walk around this town with your head all up in the sky, and I do know that I want you. Let's dance, let's shout, shout, shake your body down to the ground, let's dance. Shake it, buddy, now to the ground. Let's dance. Let's shout. Shake it, buddy, now to the ground. Let's dance. Let's shout. Shake it, buddy, now to the ground. Let's dance. Let's shout. Shake it, buddy, now to the ground. Let's d
seen the documentary the making of that album yeah it's really good man it is what's the name of it i don't think i've seen that uh go look it's off the walls the name of the album off the wall yeah Yeah. that's before thrillers when he recorded this first solo so um no we're wrong on that by the way this is still when they were the jacksons but they, for some reason, yeah, they. But he, and he the, did off the wall while he was still. That's the, right. It's the making of. But for some reason, they do a segment on this, them. on this song. What's the name of it? Uh, it the, oh, the, I know what you're saying. That is a Jacksons. The, song. the doc, and it shows the, on the video. I mean, on the documentary, it shows a lot of live footage of the Jacksons. It does. Concert. It's really it, good. I think it's called the making of Off the Wall. Maybe I thought it was, but you're right. They did because the did, main. Did, does it show the concert footage uh, of them at? What's now the Staples Center? I don't know what it was called I think then, so. but uh, they had the full crew up there. It was, yeah, it it's was really good. Yeah, it was a happening event. But I just remember time. them sitting around talking about the guy who came up with that that riff and, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and the musicians and who played. He, it. Yeah, they played it only. I don't know how. I'm, I don't know. You know, because I'm I'm more in the entertainment genre than being some brilliant musician. I, I don't have that kind of talent. Uh, I can piddle around and have some understanding of music, but I've wondered because for some reason I was dialing around the other night and I saw modern day Chicago in concert, modern day, you know, yeah. where, where they've got a couple of sound alikes, but then, you know, at the heart of it, there's still some of the original the horn guys, the horn guys. There. And that one singer is still there. Yeah. And you know, keyboard. yeah, but he's playing one of those where they, oh, yeah. how, how do people play keyboards? Like you hold, hold like a, like yeah. holding a guitar. Yeah, know, how do you, how do you make that work? Well, you, had, comfortable, you, you had to have one of those. They look a little heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're uh, kind of awkward. But, but you had to have one of those if you were a funk band. You had oh, to. Yeah. But but watching that guy play that riff on Saturday in the Park on one, I, I, I kind of want him sitting down. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I, I've seen him before when he Saturday, does Saturday <laughs> in the Park. See, See, that that and I'm like, I don't know about that. That really doesn't about. fit with Chicago. No, it doesn't. You know, you gotta have a now funk. If you're playing, now uh, if you're a funk band, all you gotta yeah. do is, mm, mm, yeah. yeah. You gotta, <laughs> and you know how we love any. Have you seen the Chicago documentary? I yes, I have. That was, that was That's really a dandy. Good. It was. It goes back to the thing. I kind of like Chicago. It's I like more of their stuff time. than I thought. But when I got hung, it was a really good documentary. W- weren't the original the transit station, Chicago yeah. transit yeah. station or something? Transit Authority, transit authority, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. I think it was Station Rick. Uh, but anyway, so. It was um, something like that. Though. It was. And they really came out to be more of a brass, here we go. Yeah. Kind and of then a, turned poppy. In the 80s when they came back, they were oh. Pop City, but they were they had that formula down pat. But why does every band think when some guy starts singing, singing ballads that sings millions of copies, the band's over? I know. There he goes. Weren't, weren't we all here to sell records? I mean, I, and, and pack out places. So, uh, all right, 15 minutes past. Uh, like I say, a lot of updates today. We really just got to figure out the order we want to do it yeah. all because we got it. And I'll tell you about this podcast we're going to record today when we come back. Uh, I did not know this existed. I had no idea. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show eight six six. We be big as a number. Yay. 
All right, so um, we will be recording another podcast today that will be out this weekend. Uh, we will be uh, – is it Marcel Stamps? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Marcel Stamps. Marcel Stamps um, is – You uh, almost said Ledbetter, didn't you? I did. Uh, yeah. Marcel Stamps. Uh, now, we, we – I remember the time that we were – we were. It was in Pleasant Valley, or, or out where you're from, Bubba. Somewhere out there, they. Oh, it's out where, yeah, it's out Pleasant Valley where. Yeah. White Horse Boxing. Yeah, it would say White Horse Boxing. We're only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. Only the strong it's survive. Not far from it's my White house. Horse Boxing, home of bare knuckle boxing. We're uh, only the strong yeah, survive. Y'all like get the byline right. Now. Yeah, if I think that's right. But anyway, <laughs> we we adopted that as one of our phrases. It was so, spray painted on yeah, an old house. Oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, board or something. Yeah. yeah so Marcel Stamps uh, played for. Road Tide, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, uh, but um, that, that's I mean that that's certainly interesting, but that's not the the focus of the podcast. The focus of the podcast did did all of you out there know that bare knuckle boxing is is a, is a sport? It's a thing. I mean, they fight bare knuckle like you would just fight out in the parking lot. Well, it's 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 kind of like any, any which way but loose, right? Yeah, I mean, you exactly. just circle up and have a have a fight. except they and, actually, they wear boxing shorts. But you're right. Besides yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Then they, everybody shakes hands. So no gloves. Paulo Beto was tough to beat. Look, yeah. it is bare knuckle boxing, mm-hmm. and he is in this. Uh, he he no, he's boxing. Uh, why uh, do they think we need that? That's that's. <laughs> I mean, I well, like it. you know, gloves take a, a lot away from wow. the competition, Greg. Man, that's yeah. impressive. Well, he's on the card uh, for uh, bare knuckle boxing. It's the bare knuckle fighting championship. Uh, it's going to be in Birmingham, Alabama, tomorrow night. Wow, six p.m. Yeah. Ten fights. Mm-hmm. Ten bare knuckle knuckles, and one of them will be Marcel Stamps versus Mike, is Mike tomorrow? Richmond tomorrow night. Greg, this has got you written all over. Oh, I would love it. It's uh, also probably a good time to point out that Marcel is now going to head up our new security detail. Here. Yeah, I think right. that's, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we just put him outside. They, you've heard of Terry Tate, office linebacker. <laughs> we have Marcel Stamps, uh, Rick and Bubba's security guard, um, who, who punches any crazy people that keep le- leaving stuff outside the studio. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, right now, head. So uh, Marcel Stamps is uh, is in bare knuckle boxing. Mm-hmm. We will interview him t- today. It'll come out this weekend. Uh, about this, I, I did not know that bare knuckle boxing was a thing. Yeah, I, and I didn't either. And after talking to the promoter, uh, they they're like, you know, it, these things sell out, and uh, the event's going really well. Uh, and so you better get your tickets if you want them. But um, uh, I had no idea either that it was a thing. Um, but I, you know, his and, name and, is different on that. Hmm. What? Well, put that back up. Was that was that his? Uh, what What's the that, name there? That's who he's it's, fighting. That, yeah. Oh, 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 I thought it was. Yeah, there's, there's, there's two main events. He's a co-main event. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, I I know. So it's just kind of, it's kind of funny. So (laughs) he goes from playing for Alabama from 04 to 08, then even played in the CFL for a little bit and then turned bare knuckle boxer. Well, uh, his debut, I think and like I say, he'll be he'll mm-hmm. be walking around here the Rick and Bubba studio. You never know mm-hmm. when you might meet him. That's yeah. right, and uh, I, we will once again, Bubba and I will try to establish a friendship that'll be one sided today. <laughs> 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 Why do we think if you've been on our podcast, we're buddies now? Well, uh, Rick, are, are we do spend forty five minutes. Or you've ever been on the show, <laughs> uh, and so that uh, then today, uh, th- those of us that can get there. Uh, Greg said that really that this this thing he has to do on Thursdays has got him messed up. He used to love to go to the Kevin Derbury. Oh, you know that tent they got with that. Who uh, doesn't love that stuff? Tent, Greg? That, like they cook it. The, yeah. at the uh, what is it? 
At Augusta, mm-hmm. the menu, yeah, the yeah. pimento cheese. And so all you that. like yeah. going in there? Yeah, I like going. Kevin in there. Derryberry been on the show for years and years and years. His ministry huh. Uh, huh. Uh, does a lot of great work, and um, and he uh, this is their big fundraiser. Every year it's their golf tournament, and a lot of you are coming in. So we will we will talk to Marcel, and then we'll head that way. Yeah, Kevin's a great friend of the show, and uh, does such good work, and. Uh, I'm excited to go. We're going to be a little delayed from you know previous years because it's our podcast day. Yep. And uh, so, but we're we're going to get there. Yeah, we'll be there. So uh, so for, I haven't got my clubs in the car. Do you? Really? You do. Yeah. Yeah. What are you planning on doing? I'm going to get out on the driving range a little bit after everybody's gone. When do you think I'll vaporize? Uh, I know. Long before I get on the driving range. Right. That's when right. the 1 p.m. flight goes off. Yep. <laughs> the, Amen. All right, guys. The, I think, I think, Speedy, will you check and be sure the driving range is open? Because I think one year I went and, and the driving range was shut down for some reason during that. I don't know what's going on. So I'm be sure it's Speedy and shiny shoes in a little bit, too. No, right? I mean, just if you – Well, I've got to get used to this. I'm his caddy. I know. So that's what Speedy, caddies do. Speedy's got some connections. Mm-hmm. There. He stays in touch with Yeah, and I want Tex Cruzy. You want to run into Hank he, out there accidentally. I get it. I'll thought, text Cruzy. No, do what? You want to run into Hank out there. I get no, it. No, I, I would like to see Hank. Uh, but see. The, there was one year I had – I was all geared up to get a – a uh, few shots in, and and the driving range was closed for some reason. So what happens sure. is you have oh, yeah. you have this big turn. Do they got two groups going off in this thing? Yeah, they normally have a morning and afternoon flight. So what happens is they have that's a lot of people, and mm-hmm. they're going to bust range balls from eight o'clock in the morning until one o'clock before they go out there. And at one o'clock, somebody got to get out there and pick them. So mm. so that so you may not have it. Maybe closed because there's no uh, balls at that moment. Got to round them up. Well, they got to round them up, Bubba. Well, I mean, they drive that little car. They can round them up pretty sure. quick. Yeah. He may be <laughs> sure. He's got Maybe the day you couldn't do it might have been weather. He's got them out there. I, I don't know what it was. There was something going on. They had something. or That's normally what happens. Yeah. Is you, you get 200 people out there bashing a lot of balls. You got to shut it down for a little bit. You do. You got to pick it back up. Yeah. Well, so, I'll get out there and chip and put a little bit. There you so. go. We I'm, I'm, cons- I'm really concerned about how much you work. That's where you score anyway, Bubba. Do what? Hey. This is how much you're working on. Getting ready for the pro am. Well, I'm just trying to get back out, and move around a little bit. Like you, I told you, I, I'm not. I, I haven't adjusted well to. Uh, hmm. To what? What now? What if I got wrong? Nothing. Nothing. What? Go. I'm waiting for you to finish. Um, you know this. Uh, like we were talking the other day, I got used to the COVID schedule where you stayed locked up all the right, time. Yeah. You know, in fear of your life. Have you got your COVID paperwork for and, the pro am? Uh, no, I don't. Yet. We have an update no. on that. You know they they're gonna have they're gonna have a special PGA testing tent that everybody has to go to either monday or tuesday there's no other time that, that's playing that's playing yeah. yeah does everybody walk inside the rope got to do it then you, yeah you, if you yeah if you're in there you got to be vaccinated which means that i've got to that. you too yeah if i'm if i'm his caddy y'all right. i still think that we're looking at this wrong i mean I, I hate to uh to to bring this up but the whole idea to get vaccinated is to have antibodies and if you have antibodies in your system then you're you're good to go. That should be the test. Not did I have the shot? No, the antibodies. Because some people will get the shot and won't generate antibodies. Those it just won't happen. Those right. of us that have strong antibodies and our blood test shows it, we're treated like lepers for some reason. I know. What I is printed that? out my two. I've had two of them. Mm. So. By the way, I heard a guy mumbling about me under his mask yesterday. He thought oh. I didn't hear him, but I did. Oh, <laughs> all these people walking around think they got antibodies. I was like, See. I can hear you. I know you got your mask See. on, but I can hear you. Uh-huh. Well, well we're, we're outside the, the ninety. To have we're outside the ninety-day window of when we had COVID, and so that's all they go by. They don't go by this other, which Bubba that you said, well, which, see, they, which they should. They're outdated. They're people, behind. Right. Yeah, people are showing antibodies. Some of them up to a year. Yes. Right. Now. Right.
the 90 day thing's over. Right. Everybody's exceeding 90 days. Well, we're going to make and it it's like about still it. Hung that's, in just an old... a, that's just a CYA guess right now. Yeah, it is. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show, coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. Thank you, Johnny Donovan. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us on the program today. MyPillow.com. I hope um, you guys continue to enjoy this great American company. Uh, they've, they've got us covered in so many ways now, but... We need to just today. Let's let's go back and talk about upgrading the pillow. That's that's where we all began. We 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 learned about this product. We these guys locked arms and said we want to do a marketing campaign with the Rick and Bubba Show. And we were like, well, send us this pillow you're so fired up about. And we were and we were all kind of rolling our eyes. I mean, you remember this was this is <laughs> yeah. many years ago. Like, come on, pillows pillows are pillows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but and, oh, were we? Oh wrong. my goodness, were we wrong? Uh, and so, but but sometimes I think we think the whole wide world has a my pillow. And a lot of you do, but uh, if some of you don't, and I, and I wonder why you keep putting this this off, why don't you make it happen right now? They're they're going to offer the lowest price they've ever offered on the premium my pillow, forty dollars off. Now, I want you to think about that. For most of us, we spend about fifty hours a week or more sleeping on our pillows. Uh, so what we do is is we make those fifty hours more and more, you know, beneficial. You you want to sleep, so in the in the pillow plays a big role in that. Uh, so if you've been putting off the world's greatest pillow, you can now get it by going to MyPillow.com, look at radio listeners, there's a square there, and then enter the code Bubba, and you get $40 off a premium MyPillow. Make that move now. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so uh, let's let's finish this about Bubba the Pro-Am uh, because we now know that Bubba and Speedy have to be tested mm-hmm. for covid even though they've both already had it, mm-hmm. they have to be tested for it. They still have the antibodies, but for some reason, antibody people are treated as lepers still. We don't know why. They they have to be tested. Follow uh, that science. And, but we need to get you guys tested because the program is now less than a week away. That's right. Uh, and so you, you said that uh, everyone's favorite, uh, the P.T. Barnum of sports promotion. That's it. Uh, Gene Hallman has come up with a solution because, you know, we got a little show we he did. He has. And, you know, we brought it up off air just just in small talk yesterday about, you know, if, if we got to do all this, why, why don't, you know, Gene annually, he, he comes up on that Monday of the Pro-Am and announces the pairings and who Bubba's playing with. Mm-hmm. And then we try to auction off a spot for somebody to uh, pick their group and walk with that group to help raise money for Children's Hospital and, and the things that Regents promotes, okay? You're talking about Gene Gene, the promotion machine? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. Gene, Gene. <clears throat> so, he, so he calls me and he goes, hey. I said, yes, sir. He goes, let's make lemonade out of, uh, out of lemons. I said, okay, what you got? He goes, why don't we just test you guys live on the show? There you go. And I said, "Well, that makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Bubba will love that. He won't have to go anywhere." Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is awesome. I suggested that. That's mm-hmm. what I was. I just, yeah. I just so he's gonna bring that. a swab for Bubba's theme of That is the steel that owns me. That cover that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So what they're requesting people that are playing in the program do prior to playing, which is go to their tent on site 
a day or two prior, he's just going to bring to the studio, and then it'll take 24 hours, and so by Tuesday we'll know if we're clear. <clears throat> if we're not, then so, we're not. If Rick, we are, then we move forward. As we walk this thing out, as we like to say. Walk it out. We either will be cleared to play in the Pro-Am, or my vacation will start early. That's right. That's true. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And so uh, that's kind of what we'll do. And, and I think you're old, pulling for that, by the way. I think we call that is. the old win-win. <laughs> he has said that a number of times. <laughs> it, of course, if that happens, you wish you had the trip to the golf store back yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Wish you could reel that one back <laughs> yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Quite the investment. I've got some numbers weeks. on what you're spending, and hey, wow. No, it's it's all good. But, you know, it's you got to be ready, i, I got to right? get out and play a little bit more. I, I, I kind of miss playing. I just hadn't done it enough. <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to my last 12 years on the show. And have we have this exact same conversation? It's yeah. every year. It's yeah. every year, and I hope you do. I, I, I won't, mm-hmm. Bubba. That's something you and I have never done. We've always played tennis and fished and hunt, but we've never played golf. Well, that, so I that, hope it that stands. Day's coming, my friend. <laughs> it takes yep. so long. Yes, it'll be here. It'll just gobble. And there's day a few one. less golf courses in our area than there used to be. Right. So You're right about that. A little more difficult Book it. to get out mm-hmm. there. Book mm-hmm. it. Even though they got some deals out here now, so yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's deals it, it's a frustrating okay. little game, isn't it? It is. It, it takes is. a minute too. It is. Yeah, I, yeah. You can't run out and play real quick. I had a no. friend of mine that had to play golf for business. You mm-hmm. know, he had, he and he he said that's about all I do is do it when I have to. And all I got was a text, and I forgot he was gone. And all the text said was, "I hate golf." It's a highly skilled thing, mm-hmm. and you you have to you have to do it a lot to yep. get good at it, and right. stay good. Yep. And uh, rep it, rep, rep, yeah, rep. It's, it's it's those fine motor skills, you know. You, you have you, to you can really fall off. Even the best in the world. Oh yeah, like uh, you know, and Tiger and and all that. They can shoot the course record one day and the next day not break par. It's almost you know? like Tiger. You can drive straight without a crash some days, and other days you can't. Yeah, that's right. But that's the right. Uh, mm-hmm. but it was it a lot was, of moving parts. The I old golf swing. Didn't think I was going to say this, but I heard Alice Cooper say. <laughs> Oh wow! Didn't think that I was going to say that, and and I've heard it before. I heard he said schools out for. Something. He did, but he did. but Alice Cooper, you know, who plays golf every single day, uh, he he said he told Dan Rather he said it's this awful, awful, frustrating game, but that one sweet shot when you hit it, that that's why you keep coming back. Oh yeah, looking yeah. for that moment again. Yeah, right. he said it's just it that's just what it's just addictive. The sweet shot when it happens, you're like, well, I I can't give it up. Well, and I think mm-hmm. tennis is a lot that way too. You know, you, you, you put together that game you've been wanting to play, and, and it just brings you back, no matter how bad the, the other parts of the day were. Well, and people mm-hmm. say the same thing about pickleball. They yeah. do. Yeah. They do. By the way, I wish you had been with me last night. Uh, Brooks Bigelove Burgess is now a senior. Uh, he, right, he, fin- he finished his finals of, <laughs> his, awesome. of his junior wow. year. That is unbelievable. Yeah, is. And, and so I was sitting across from him and the Tasmo, who chose to leave college and go to work, and, and – uh, has never looked back because um, he's like gainfully employed, which is I think the purpose of college. Which he, he reminded me of that again last night. I said, "Look, you're, I got no issue, man." <laughs> yeah. And so, but I was talking to them, and all of a sudden, I wasn't prepared for it. Uh, Tasmo <laughs> looks at me and says, "Dad, what is pickleball?" And I said, uh, <laughs> "I said, you son, I don't even know where to begin on that." He goes, "What's up? Why is everybody talking about pickleball?" And I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Like he works for a church." He goes. The churches, they're obsessed with it. Hmm. Like people come over here to the gym and play pickleball. And I said, have you seen it? <laughs> and he said, yeah, kind of. He goes, well, but what is it? And I said, 
I think it's just, I think it's an indoor version of tennis. Do I have that right? No, it, it's it, like are, a are you mini. It outside. It's, 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 it's bad the rules are a little bit different, but it's it's closer to it's, tennis. It's, it's mini tennis. It's mini tennis. We yeah. played indoors, outdoors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is it anything? Different. Is it more like badminton? No, no, it's more like tennis. It's more like but tennis it's, uh, it's but the ball doesn't hit different. the ground, does it? Oh yeah, it does. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's badminton with a bounce. Yeah, and and I and I okay. I told him about your glorious run. Uh, yeah, talking I, about that six minutes. Rick, it can be dangerous. Well, I'm I'm going to get. <laughs> you back. do need a stretch. I think, we, I think we've been kind with six too. minutes. I think we've been kind with six minutes. I'm going to get back on that too. I'm a kind guy. Yeah, yeah. And the more you know that I still that that was you know back to procedures and all that mm-hmm. where you know that that area right there that's, that can be difficult mm-hmm. yeah that but i'll tell you this of all the years playing sports that that hurt worse than anything yeah i've but had it happen i've had it happen and it is not it is mm-hmm. it is bad. i mean i've torn acl didn't hurt that bad mm-hmm. no it's awful and it's for everybody <laughs> to feel better i thought i was gonna have to call nine one one driving home a pulled growing <laughs> a pulled growing or torn growing is just terrible weren't, weren't you trying to do russian toe touch and and pulled one one pulled it one time well you know that they are I'm sure. difficult to do without yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was used to be your go-to. You would, yeah, I could do Russian right. toe touch but to a very old age. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I do remember that. You remember what you were famous for in, high, in, the, in the locker room? <laughs> yes. The Russian toe touch in a jog strap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you see big come running when, when there, you see the, when you see the big the big DT get up and do that God, in a jog strap. funny, Rick. <laughs> I remember everybody started well, cheering. Yeah. Well, yeah, you didn't expect that athletic prowess. Yeah, you didn't expect that athletic prowess out of somebody yeah. wearing 75. I remember you here got, it comes. I remember where you were. You got out of the fun mobile and did a Russian toe touch and felt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hurt. I tell, you, I tell you one of the worst ones, Bad. one of the worst muscle pairs I ever had <laughs> was uh, for some reason, Bubba and I were doing it. It wasn't, it wasn't the ego bow. It was just some random day at the original radio station we worked for. And we got in some kind of pickup game out there. In that yeah. Field. We we're playing touch football. Yeah. Yeah. And you hurt. That's yeah. when you got hurt. Yeah. And that, and that, that boy, that was a bad one. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's no fun. No. I, I really think sometimes broken bones are less, Difficult to deal with and really ripped and torn muscles for sure. Yeah. So, Bubba, yep. stretch, please. I don't feel like you're stretching enough. Well, you got to stretch if you're going to do pickleball. We found that out. We yeah. can start stretching in oh, here, yeah. Bubba. Yeah, we need to start you're, the day off with the stretch. Your brain fired to the body, go. Yep. And, and the body didn't answer the phone. <laughs> Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Even with a lot of talent in singing, even with a lot of talent in whatever you choose to do, you still have to put in this hard work. And you, you need that determination and perseverance not to give up. It's nine minutes to the top. Bubba, aging is hitting the show as we all get older. And um, sometimes we need a little more motivation to get out and try to do a little better. Bubba's played y'all in the. Are, y'all the, are killing me today, by the way. Bubba has played in uh, the pro am at this uh, Champions uh, Tour stop for several years. It was one of the Rick and Bubba victories. We were shut out. We were not allowed there. We huh. we came. We took it over. Uh, we 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 made uh, people in the industry cry because we were loud about it. And um, <laughs> so funny remembering some of those memories. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing was. Oh, Rick, let me carry you back a little further than that. They used to, um, after the tournament on Monday, 
they would have the uh, uh, the media tournament. So everyone could play the course. Yeah. Uh, at one time that. they had it a few that. weeks before that. Then they went to the day after. That's nothing but Wayne Ball to me. Yeah, and yes. I, and we used to just try to beg to get in that, and Gene wouldn't let us. And uh, but then me and Wayne Ball got to play in it a few times. So oh yeah, we, we I was with y'all with a number of times. Yeah, but Wayne could play. Uh, do you remember the time we were on the back porch because we would move around locations? And did one of us shoot like a Nerf gun yeah. over into somebody? Well, that's what Nerf I was. It was a Nerf rocket. I was going to tell you a Nerf this, rocket. Yeah, and we talked about this. You know, Ryan. Greenwood, who worked with this, and Greg have been doing uh, once a month this this podcast, yeah, uh, off the air, the Rick and Bubba Untold Experience, and they just interviewed Carrie Lambert, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Carrie Lambert relives all of that because you know these are things that you know if we tried to have that conversation, yeah. it yeah. would sound weird us being there, but yeah. to have them going back there and people say, look, we're going <laughs> to tell you things, and Carrie Lambert walks through the whole Rick and Bubba come from small town America to to the Birmingham market. And when he talked about being the operations manager and, and having to deal with, uh, you know, the the clusters and multiple morning shows mm. and multiple personalities, mm. and he's out at Greystone, and he said, and the morning shows are coming over to me saying, could you please ask Rick and Bub to stop bombing us <laughs> yeah. with with Nerf guns and 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 stuff like that, and and just just talking about to yeah. hearing the hearing those recaps, he did the, a good job. That that yeah. was that was I'd, I'd forgotten a lot of that. It was yeah. really and to hear it from. The, he basically says, "Here's what was going on in the industry. Mm-hmm. Here's what we were all doing. Here's how we felt about Rick and Bubba. Here's how they changed our mind. And there's here's how we all went. And this is what happened. We went to get them. Yeah. And the whole process. And it's it's really a very interesting interview. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so Bubba, we have been trying to get people to motivate. May you. end Carrie Lambert's career. Yeah. Well, he yeah he didn't care. <laughs> I, I, I thought I actually thought Carrie Lambert was very cavalier in that. And oh, there were kind. a couple of things we said. Look, we'll edit this out. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, don't, who cares? He must have. Yeah, a, he I must, haven't. I haven't heard it yet. He so. must have an exit strategy. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so um, uh, we um, we have people that are now in the audience that are trying to help Bubba. Brad McGregor has stepped mm-hmm. up today out of Decatur. Oh, this is good. Listening to the river, <laughs> we already had somebody get you a cameo from William Hung mm-hmm. to motivate you. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Now this one, I don't know this person's name. I just know the famous video. Yeah, we played the video. Did. I think, and and this was the, the former comment. former gang member who who was giving his testimony, <laughs> and he starts rapping and popping about mm-hmm. his newfound. It's called faith. Mr. Poppinlock. Yeah, Poppinlock. Pop his his newfound faith. <laughs> Uh, in Christ. Now, does Adler have this? He does. And right, he, so, yeah, I think he lives in Compton, California. All right, now. so Bubba, here's another motivational video from the audience. They got it done for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we love you, God. Jesus Christ, Bubba Bussy. Let me tell you, bro, you're going to do okay in your golf tournament. Just pray to God. Dear Lord, Father God, Jesus Christ, let me win and then let God take the steering wheel. But no matter the outcome, whether you win, or whether you lose, you're always the winner with Jesus Christ. And he loves you so much. And just, you know, shout out to your radio station, the Rick and Bubba Show, Jesus Christ. But yeah, Bubba, it's going to be okay. Give all your gifts and talents to God and watch it magnify. I love you, bro. You're going to do good at the golf tournament. Come on, somebody. Jesus Christ. God bless you and your family, and may you guys stay in the presence of God. And this video is just confirmation and lets you know that God hears your prayers. God bless you, Bubba. We'll see Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Does that move to a second? 
It's just kind of like his ending. Oh, that he puts it there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. really good. We love that video. That is gold. <laughs> Dude, what? I will say that all day now. <laughs> he was popping hard. Gosh, he was. In the name of Jesus. Hurt in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know what? You're going to play well because God. <laughs> so, so Mr. Popping Lot, G- uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Only he, our audience. We come. Of the all the people of, they can get. Yeah, I'm going with Popping Lot. That. We now have William Hung and Popping Lot. And to me, those are two great choices. No, oh, they're yeah. great Phenomenal choices. choices. They're, they're off the scale. Phenomenal choices. Off the scale. Oh, good. As your caddy, I'm going to say, just hit it straight. <laughs> well, you know, we look speedies out there doing that hard pop. Golly. You know, well, thank guys. Thank lo- goodness, speedies. In a lot of ways, you know, golf reflects our faith because many times, uh, like God goes and looks for the one that got yep. away. Mm-hmm. And you know, I spend a lot of my time looking for that ball out in the woods. Mm-hmm. You, you leave the ninety nine, yeah, don't you? I do. I leave the ninety nine <laughs> to go find the one. <laughs> This cameo thing, one of my new favorite and things. How exciting, how exciting. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest, they do a great job of acting like they're really your friend. Yeah, Rick, and how excited knows. we are when we find that one. You know? Oh, yes. And we we rejoice. We celebrate. Yes, oh, we do. I'm going to watch this video of him popping during break. <laughs> of course you are. Oh, you can't get enough of it. Yeah, well, there so, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so That's when he's putting the it? armor on. He's putting it all on. If you hit a long putt, go. Well, Jesus Christ. What was he dancing to right there? Do you remember? Him screaming out? I think, I think just, it's just his own just him thing. Just him doing it. Just, yeah. the enemy. No, there is something. Oh, There's something. Fuck the enemy. So we hold up the sword. Greg. 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 Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! If if Revival Center could just get him booked for the Mother's Day event, (laughs) (laughs) we have an update. Look, he's injured. By the way, our by the way, by the way, our group our group text. I love it. Our group text. Our group text with that yesterday was good. But you got to be on time. All right, you appreciate it, brother. But let's go back to this. Greg, now listen. Greg, don't let it go because I'm picturing it right now. (laughs) What would you do? What would you do? Now, because you fresh in your mind, right? You just looked at it. it. What would you do? If they introduced Bubba on the first hole like the dude, he came out and, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he, he had his driver. Had on his little diggies. Oh, that's good. Well, that guy had baggy pants on. They don't allow Ooh. little diggies on the golf course. Oh, oh, right. Please tell me, go get those knickers again and wear them, please. Yeah. Watch it. Think they'll fit. Don't think they'll come around there in, nah, in the fashion. Bob, that's a good look for <laughs> yeah. They won't come around in fashion. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have that. You get things out of the closet, and you go, well, it looks like I put it back on. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's looking just like that, too. I mean, it, 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 hard. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. You got to give it oh, all you got. If you, you leave anything yeah. out there, then it ain't it worth doing. Because he can't, he can't, he can pop. Hey, oh, Bubba, yeah, Bubba can, do can do it. Brad McGregor hurt something. Brad Mc- McGregor, Decatur, Alabama. Listen of the week. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it. Well done. Well done. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> we'll watch that many times. And Come should, on, Bubba. If we could just get one from Poppin' John or Mad Chad. Well, it's had... He's probably out there. Any of you out there that are starting to think, I, I, I guess I should do this, you are correct. The more cameos, the better. Top of the hour. We'll be back. 
had an interesting moment. Uh, interesting moment on the uh, on the show yesterday. I've got an update. I'm sure it did. Everybody thought that was a bit. Yeah, hey, what? Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Here we go, six minutes past the hour, from the broadcast plaza and teleport, it is the Rick and Bubba Show. So we've uh, we updated you on where we are on Bubba's uh, return to the, uh, to the program next week. Uh, we'll be live from there one week from yesterday. Make a note of that. Uh, if you want to come by and say hello. And that live show usually spawns some pretty good interviews and situations, so uh, be standing by for that. Well, it happened yesterday uh, on the program. I-, I think people sometimes think we exaggerate that, and, and you've heard people that, wor- that have worked with us before, and so I hope that confirms that this is not something we just say trying to be sharp. And I'm not even sure what it even says about us, mm-hmm. but but really we have our lives, and our lives when the microphones cut off continue off the air, and then when the microphones cut back on, we're still living our life. Now mics are just on, and we had an example of that yesterday. Um, I do uh, I do have a, a few comments uh, uh, about yesterday's moment on the air. Uh, if you remember, uh, Bubba just very <laughs> casually said to me. Um, hey, I think you said you almost got a selfie with it or something to send it to me. Or yeah, I saw it at a red light. And I was I was about to fill up with gas, and I thought I'll go out there and get my picture made with that and send it to Rick. That'll be funny. So Bubba saw me uh, on a on a banner that said that I was speaking uh, at uh, Vincent Revival Center. Uh, the, the name of the church is the is the Revival Center in Vincent, Alabama. Um, and that I would be speaking there uh, for two services coming up one week from Sunday on Mother's Day. Uh, and, and when Bubba said that, my first thought was, since I had no, no recollection that I was doing that, that he must be mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or as we begin to unpack it and you know, little things start firing in my mind, oh, you know what, I do remember something like that, but that we've already done that. That's an old banner. Mm-hmm. Which that happens sometimes, especially with billboards. You see old billboards that'll stay up there past the date of something. You know, probably using, probably not usually a year. But right. so, uh, so anyway, so I began to doubt, and I honestly could not make my mind uh, agree with what Bubba had actually seen. Then uh, Greg's wife, uh, my sister-in-law, then sends me another uh, picture of the same exact banner uh-huh. uh, right down there near where Greg's son lives. Uh, oh yeah. They thank, got it. They got two eighty covered. Hey, hey, thank, well, Greg. Let me tell you where all they have covered because this is how my day went yesterday. They have Vincent covered, Harpersville covered, Childersburg, Sylacauga, Westover, Chelsea, Sterrett, 
Columbiana, Wilsonville, Talladega, <laughs> and also <laughs> it, it, at times it stretches into Clear and Rockford. Like a blanket. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so the, all these little towns in Alabama – I actually drove through Starrett yesterday. All know that I that that I was coming to speak. Uh, I just didn't. Now, now Man, that's wow. yeah, yeah, now, I think right. that's what got everybody is when mm-hmm. when he brought it up. You were like, no, now, nah, come on, right? Well, and and let me let me just be crystal clear about uh, the wonderful people there. Pastor Jason uh, alums, we talked yesterday uh, in charge of outreach there. Brandy Wallace, who put all this together, uh, they did not have a very good day yesterday. Uh, because they began began to be pummeled with, hey Rick, I don't think Rick's coming mm-hmm. uh, because he's on vacation. Uh, the the day that you're saying, as a matter of fact, Sherry and I were scheduled to to leave the day before, on the eighth. Now the only reason why we didn't see Sherry's picture on these same uh, banners is because Sherry is scheduled to speak at a women's brunch that, as the pastor described, is completely packed out, sold out. So there's no need to promote it because there are no more seats available to see Sherry. So Sherry is involved in this in, as well. Now, let me tell you that, that in a weird, you have to understand the dynamic of marriage, okay? That actually was a plus for me, mm-hmm. that Sherry was involved. Because now I'm not just the, the husband who hasn't stayed on top of his speaking engagements, and I'm, I'm messing up vacation. Okay, so, so the fact she's yeah. involved actually makes this easier on me just from a strictly husband standpoint. Everybody follow that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It does right. make sense. So, so you know, then, then became what do we do? Uh, these kind, wonderful people have done everything correctly, and what happened was Sherry and I were scheduled to do this a year ago, and it was canceled because of the pandemic. Uh, Premier Speakers Bureau, uh, which they don't book everything that we do, but they, they book some things that we do. Themanchurch.com is kind of a different deal. We kind of we handle that ourselves. Mm-hmm. But if it's just an event of some kind that Sherry or me or both are speaking, uh, then, then that goes through Premier Speakers just to kind of help keep us organized, which is an interesting <laughs> comment that I'm making now. <laughs> and so, um, so what happened, we now know, is they just simply ask, could this just be moved a year? Let's go the same weekend and just move it a year. Now, when they talked to Premier Speakers Bureau, Premier Speakers Bureau, and I'm sure us at the time said, that that sounds fine. Mm-hmm. But then became the problem. It entered into a portal that Sherry and I cannot see. Now, mm-hmm. it's not mean that it's, that it's not possible to see it, but we needed to have been told – you have this for some reason, and I and yesterday. Let me assure you, after we were done yesterday, they won't do it this way anymore because they agree this is obviously not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Is I can sit down in my office and log into Premier Speakers Bureau and see every date that they've booked that I'm speaking. Sherry can go to Premier Speakers Bureau, log in, and see anywhere she's speaking. And Sherry, frankly, doesn't do as near as much, mm-hmm. and, and and probably will in the future. But she goes through seasons of mm-hmm. stuff she's got going, and she's in, involved in learning a foreign language right now, so she hasn't been doing very much. So she has a final in about, if you're listening live, in about three and a half hours. Okay, so so remember, she's studying for a final, and I've got to bring this into the house. Okay, and she thinks she's going to finish a final, and then she's going to start getting ready to take off on our 25th anniversary trip and a vacation that because of COVID and missed spring breaks, we're, we're you know, we're – we normally have already been on vacation back at March, which Bubba has been talking about quite a bit. 
uh, because it's been a, it's been a long haul to get here. So and it's you know everything's just not the way it normally is. And so uh, so people yesterday were saying, including Lisa, you have to tell Sherry. And I said, I'm not telling her. <laughs> I'm not telling her while she's studying for this test. Yeah. Because I, not saying this is just same, but not, you know equal, but not same, just different. I really can compartmentalize things like most men can. And I can I know multitasking isn't really true because your mind can't do two, two things at once. But you know what I mean when I say multitasking. Right. You got a lot going on. I, you can come in. On. I can be getting ready for something. You come in and say, hey, we got something that happened. Did that happen? Okay. We need to take care of that. Then go back to what I'm doing. Right. Well, Sherry's a little more of tunnel, a little one track mind. Mm-hmm. If she's got her mind on something, and she really will wall herself off from the world. I mean, you won't be able to get her on the phone. You, she's not checking emails. She's certainly not on social media. She didn't do much of that anyway. And so people were saying, well, she can't be in this bubble. There's, there's people all over the place emailing and calling and phones mm-hmm. are ringing that, that, that you guys are, are not going to, that uh, probably can't come. And I said, I promise you, she has no idea about it. So, uh, so I'm not going to go in there and walk in the house and go, hey, you got to stop what you're doing. You're not going to believe what's happened. So I had to, I had to, you know, bide my time. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do before that conversation took place is what? Have it resolved. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Have this happened. So, but here's the, here's so I'll, I'll come back and, and tell you about it, but I will, I will tell you this, this was a, this was a pretty big moment because there's a lot of people out there that started saying, you know, how can we help? I mean, what can, what can we do to help? And then I've got to decide what time and at what point during the day do I tell Sherry? Okay, now keep in mind, over here you've got some wonderful, kind people that simply were doing, uh, honoring Sherry and I with a chance to come and speak and do what we love to do. They got canceled a year ago, got moved a year. They're promoting, even after checking with Premier, saying should they continue to promote at the end of March. So that was done. That was done. They checked in. Now, nobody asked Sherry and I about that, which would have been huge. <laughs> because then we would have said, hey, man, you know what? We we. we we forgot that that got moved. We got this, this. Our vacation got moved. We got this. We need to probably, and 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 the church would have had plenty of time to adjust to that if somebody would have simply said, "Hey, they're checking again to make sure this date is good." And 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 I talked to them yesterday. They said, "Well, it's pretty standard. If we hadn't heard anything from you, and somebody asks us that, we just say yeah, okay. So we we're going to probably rework that too. Yeah. And uh, so Sherry and I have not. We don't have anything on our schedule that tells us that we're doing it. And we, they were asked, could they check with us one more time at the end of March, which didn't happen. And so we're, we're flying blind, making vacation plans. And, and in all fairness, responsibility on me, I'm, sh- I'm sure we knew about it, but we, the way it normally goes into the calendar and everything, it didn't work the way it normally does, and we forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I did. I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, happened. it happened. So, so when we come back, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Oh, boy. Because now – We've got a flight that's got to be that's supposed to leave on Saturday. We've got hotel book for the week that's supposed to check in on Saturday. Uh, and then Sherry has the brunch on Saturday on schedule, and I've got two services on Sunday, May 8th and 9th. Woo. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. The update yesterday, and Bubba, really, I think that uh, you were used by God yesterday to 
to somewhat save the day. Yeah, who who thought me uh, goofing off at a red light would come yep. in so handy? <laughs> so, as you, we were told this morning, you have to use your talents, whatever they may be. Yeah, right. So, or, I, or whatever small the measure may be. Right from yeah. popping lock. <laughs> so, so I started thinking, all right, I got to get options here because I have a vacation booked, and yeah. Sherry and I are in the desperate need of uh, of this vacation. We're, we're all we're all getting kind of frayed at the edges. We've had a lot going on. Like Bubba said, you come out of pandemic not being able to do anything, then you're thrown into a society where everybody says, let's catch up. Mm-hmm. So this got caught in that unfortunate deal. So uh, I'm trying to, I'm just sitting there desperate. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, well, I, I got to do something. And now it's just kind of cloud hanging over. You don't, you don't want innocent people to be hurt and all this. And I looked down, I was getting a call from Gary. <laughs> oh, and no. uh, you know, you, you know, anytime you're down and out, you want Gary to call you. That's sure. right. That's yeah. right. And, he picks uh, you right up. You know, what am I going to do? I, when's the time that I talk to Sherry about this? She's got. I don't want to disrupt what she's doing. To get prepared. Hey, I heard Bubba talking about that thing, that thing. down there in Vincent. I said, you you talking about the me speaking at the Mother's Day services and Sherry doing the brunch? Yeah. I, hey, that sounds that sounds like a problem. <laughs> I mean, he said, "You talked. You talked to Miss Sherry yet?" That's what he called Sherry, Miss Sherry. Mm-hmm. You talked to Miss Sherry about it yet? I said, "No, nah, I haven't, man. I'd like to. I'd like to have the plan together before I talk to her." Well, let me let me offer something. And I said, "Okay." We think about me me doing it. He said, "I might can get little Gwen to do the brunch, <laughs> and then I you just tell the church, you know, you know." You know, I'll do the, I'll do it. I'll do the Mother's Day thing, and I'll come in there and I'll do it. And then little Gwen can do the the brunch. No sleeves. And I said, uh, you know, Gary, I appreciate that, and um, I'm not sure uh, that that that's what they're wanting. But how about this? Hey, you know, I mean, you never know. What I could do is, you know, because I can bring my turkey calls and oh, set boy. them up in the lobby, <laughs> and uh, and I, you know, I have a I can do a message. You know about like calling the turkey up is like the Holy Spirit calling you. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, here, I, you know, I appreciate uh, that. Well. And you know, and little Gwen can talk about to them ladies, you know, what it's like, you know, to be a wife of somebody like me. You know. <laughs> well, that and, would be interesting. And, yeah, it would. And I said, Gary, you know what? This is a man, boy. You're big hearted right now. Yeah. So, uh, so probably not. I don't think that's what you know. I, I've talked to the pastor. He seems a little stressed. I don't think. That, I appreciate that. That is, how about that? Me. How about this? That is one option. Putting it down. Yeah. That that yeah. isn't. No, look, them little towns down there. That's, my, that's my people. He said that's my people. <laughs> I mean, that's you know Wilsonville and Sterrett and Vincent. You know, sometimes even you know, I mean, it, sometimes you don't go as far north as Killeer. Of where? <laughs> and I said, Childersburg, Harpersville. Oh, all hey, that. let me tell you this. All kidding aside, now you tell you tell Miss Sherry, if y'all end up doing this, don't speed in Harpersville. No, <laughs> and no. I do not. And I said, I know. I, Bubba's already told me that. You're I, correct. I that. So, so, so I I got down to this. You know, Gary was one option. I put him down at option four. Option one, we do it like it is. We just we just delay the vacation and and we we get it done. Option two, Sherry does the brunch. We still leave after the brunch. We get something else for Sunday, and we're, we're still kind of on the same schedule we were on, but you still don't get the Sunday. And so I got to talking to the, um, to the pastor, and, uh, you know, it, it, I couldn't get past the fact 
that Vincent Revival Center and the pastor and uh, the outreach minister and uh, all the, that team, the incredible job that they have done, and they are completely innocent in all this, completely innocent. They, uh, they, were, they were given a yes, uh, and, and ultimately that yes was from me and Sherry. Now, we didn't remember it because it was a year ago, and I even thought at one time we'd already done it. But they got a yes not only from us because premier speakers did not tell them yes without checking with us. You know, I'm sure that when they said, can they just delay it a year, we just said, that sounds fine. Right. Yeah. Now, now, did, did we get the information after that like we're supposed to? Everybody, not, not, not the church, the Speakers Bureau, because the church is saying we didn't want to bother y'all with it. We thought we were supposed to go through them. And you know what? That was – so that, you know, they're not at fault for not reaching out to us personally. They didn't think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so they, uh, they, they – it was not handled as well as it could have been, just from organize, organized. And this idea that Premier had of creating a separate place for stuff that Sherry and I do together, we all agreed yesterday that that's probably a bad idea. That if Sherry's part of anything or I'm part of anything, we probably need it on our individual list. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really matter if we're or, together. Or put them on both. Or put yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do put them both. About, I've CC even, that baby. I've even got them now saying you might want to copy Helmsy on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All this kind of stuff. So because you know the, I need I don't I need more because right. I know my flaws. So here's the bottom line. In, in the grand scheme of things, a wonderful vacation that God has allowed us to be blessed enough to even have to be able to take to have the ability to take. Mm-hmm. It, it being it being six days versus seven is no big deal. So so uh, I've already talked with everybody involving the travel, and so we're di- we're just going to leave on Sunday after church versus Saturday. There we go. That's it. And and Sherry's going to be there for the brunch. She's excited about it. Sherry really it surprised me. She finally came down and she was like. Whew, I'm up there studying that test. Hey, I don't have time to talk right now. I'm just coming down here for a minute. I <laughs> oh, said, no. just, just a second. Just one little thing. And, uh, and so I told it to her, and, she, and I was like, well, this is going to stress her. And she's like, no, we'll just leave on Sunday. Then I said, okay. So uh, she, uh, I said, yeah. She goes, okay. And she goes, now I was wondering because I was about to finish. The she goes, what this has done is I had a chance to delay the final which I thought about doing that. I didn't have to do it tomorrow because it's an oral final. She has to do a conversation and all that. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm trying to get it over with, and I was a little stressed by that. But now I know I need to go ahead and do it tomorrow, which is now today, so I can prepare my message over the weekend for the next week. And, you, and you're going to be gone speaking for the man church on Friday and Sunday. So it all works out. Just tell them that's what we'll do. All right. And uh, so so that's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll be there. And, uh, and, and like I said, uh, even when – the pastor was talking, and and the guys from uh, Premier Speakers, they were all talking. I said, guys, the things that Sherry and I have been through in life, this is not a big deal. I've seen things that are a big deal. This is not a big deal. Yeah. So, so in other words, we're going to leave for a great vacation a day later and get to go talk about Jesus. I mean, it, it, it really didn't get much better than that. Mm-mm. So thank you to Vincent Revival Center and everybody there. You guys, like we said, we're going to put them to work promoting. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> well, they did an outstanding job. You guys, when I asked them, I said, so what about the fact that you hadn't heard me mention on the show? Well, we just thought you'd wait till next week and then talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, makes, yeah makes, sense. Sense. makes sense. So you're saying banners stay up. Keep the banners up. Matter of fact, let's put some more. <laughs> Keep sending the mail out. If you got Still it, on. If you got it in your mailbox, it's coming up next weekend, just like it says on the on the flyer. Uh, and thank you guys so much. We'll be back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speaking of learning another language, like uh, uh, Sherry is doing, uh, you can maybe you don't have time to say, look, I, this pursuit of... Uh, of trying to study this is uh, the problem is I'm on the go. I've got a lot going on. Um, well, babble.com slash Bubba says this is the way to do it. Uh, you, and you can have some fun with it too. Go to babble.com slash Bubba. Uh, we use it now. You know, Sherry does have this in her arsenal. She started using this even before she started taking classes with it. And it really got a good foundation. You can, you, you can choose from 14 different languages and the way they do it really is cool. I even cut up with it a little bit myself trying to learn, you know, cause you know, I'm, just about fluent in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you can use <laughs> Spanish, French, Italian, German, many more. And uh, these are 15-minute lessons. Uh, they were created by over 100 different language experts. And this unique teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective time and time again. So start your new language learning journey right now with us, and, and you can get 65% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash Bubba, that's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash Bubba for 65% off your subscription. Uh, Babbel is language for life. And, again, that link is under the spot sponsors button, too. All right, so I, I wasn't even sure what this was uh, with Biden, but he uh, – Where did he go? Yeah. Where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? He's hiding in the basement. President Biden. Joe. President Biden has delivered his first speech to a joint meeting of Congress. Uh, that this happened last night. Um, I saw some comments today when I when I woke uh, and started the day, uh, but I did not fully understand what people were saying. But now I do. So here, re- remember about how we've talked about how the education system really has just turned. If it, it's a, if it's a government school, it's just a, a system set up to indoctrinate your children into being good little big government socialists uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, to have them worship the earth and to, to believe bad science or, or not even understand the scientific method, as I talked about. Was it yesterday we talked yeah. about that? Yeah. So anyway, but here's here's what President Biden says. He said, I'll tell you what, the mm-hmm. government's not educating your children enough. Listen to this. <clears throat> I've introduced the American Families Plan tonight, <clears throat> which addresses four of the biggest challenges facing American families and in turn America. First is access to good education. When this nation made 12 years of public education universal in the last century, it made us the best educated, best prepared nation in the world. It's, I believe, the overwhelming reason that propelled us to where we got in the 21st, in the 20th century. But the world's caught up or catching up. They're not waiting. I would say parenthetically, if we were sitting down, we set a bipartisan committee together and said, okay, we're going to decide what we do in terms of government providing for free education. I wonder whether we'd think, as we did in the 20th century, that 12 years is enough in the 21st century. I doubt it. 12 years is no longer enough today to compete with the rest of the world in the 21st century. That's why my American Families Plan guarantees four additional years of public education for every person in America, starting as early as we can. 
the great universities in this country have conducted studies of the last 10 years. It shows that adding two years of universal high-quality preschool for every three-year-old and four-year-old, no matter what background they come from, puts them in a position to be able to compete all the way through 12 years and increases exponentially their prospect of graduating and going on beyond graduation. The research shows when a young child goes to school, not daycare, they're far more likely to graduate from high school and go to college or something after high school. When you add two years of free community college on top of that, you begin to change the dynamic. You do. We can do that. All right, so if you if you got to know how to read that. Mm-hmm. That means we want to get your kids younger to preach to them about climate change and uh, socialism and critical race theory and all of that before they get any older and know that that's not the right thing. We want to program them sooner and get them away from you, the parents. Right. We, we, we know that your influence over them is, is too, too strong, so we got to grab them when you're influencing them because we want to start influencing them sooner and longer. Mm-hmm. Sooner and longer. That's all that is. And by the way, whoever said there's a study that children getting involved in some sort of universal government-run education at three years old, they graduate high school at a higher rate, I would say that would be the opposite. Some of the, some of the best students that I've ever been around are students where their parents are involved in their education in a big, big way and have taken time with them in the home and taught them versus, hey, I just throw it to the school and let them do it because I'm not involved. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know where he, – he didn't reference to where that study was, but well, I think that's a pile of garbage. You know, yeah. Rick, I never, I never was, and I'm still not a good speller, and I hardly ever watch the spelling bee, but I do see the stories about it, and the homeschool kids dominated that thing. I mean, for the past 15, 20 years. Yeah. Now, every now and then you get one that's not, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, again – this is this is just the government is going to do it. The government's going to do it. They yep. got to answer for everything. Mm-hmm. Beware, my friends. Bubba also President Biden wants us to know that January the 6th was the, the worst attack in American yeah. history. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I stand here tonight one day shy of the 100th day of my administration. 100 days since I took the oath of office and lifted my hand off our family bible. Oh my and inherited a nation. We all did. I can't believe the Bible crisis. didn't burn in your hand. The worst pandemic in a century. The worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Mm. Talking about January 6th. Now, Rick, shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have happened. But these people who were rioting did not fire one shot. Mm-mm. Not one bullet. No. Okay. Shouldn't have happened. They're going to be punished, but they did not fire one bullet. I don't even, I don't think how, I don't even see how you can compare that to so many things that's happened in our country throughout our history. Pearl I mean, they're being close. Pearl Harbor really jumps into my mind. 9-11 really jumps in there. Well, and, and in the War of 1812. Yeah. And, well, that was prior. He said since the Civil War. Right, but, yeah. you know, yeah, Pearl Harbor, 9-11. I mean, how do you even compare those? 
Yeah. I mean, it ain't even close. Yeah, when an imperialistic country attacks you because they don't want you to be in a, de- a constitutional republic or, as the Democrats call it, a democracy, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal when they're trying to take over our country. That's a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the attack, the attack on 9-11 was against what we are as a country, saying that they hate what we do, they hate the West, and it's an attack on the way we govern and the way we operate. And you're going to compare a bunch of uh, rabble rousers running into the, the, the Capitol building, you know. Uh, and making selfies. Making selfies. And the say, only thing they shot it, was selfies, Rick. Yeah, it is the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Of course, we're a constitutional republic, but I know what he means. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah. um, all right, so no surprise here. Ted Cruz could not stay awake during Well, good well job. a lot good of people job. couldn't. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, there's just – it, it's hard for me to be motivated to hear, uh, you know, Karl Marx. I mean, uh, Joe Biden <laughs> speak. I've seen a bill. We actually want to solve a problem. Okay. I've sent a bill to take a close look at it. <laughs> we have to also have to get at the root problem of why people are free. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. Actually, want to solve a problem? Can you imagine sitting listening to this garbage? To look, 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 look! I've been there. Those eyes are so we heavy. Also have to get at the root problem. Those eyes are so heavy. Rick, it's like chains are on them. You just can't keep them. It's the worst ride. I don't sit still good even when it's something I want to hear. That's so good. All right. So then, then the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> I think our, the president says that we can't just say we want to do better. What we got to do is do better. Yeah, am, we, am we I, can't am, just build back better. We have to build back better. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, so I just, just try to follow along with this. Okay. <clears throat> right. America's moving, moving forward, but we can't stop now. We're in competition with China and other countries to win the 21st century. We're at a great inflection point in history. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back. We have to build back better. <laughs> uh, can I can I have that one more time? I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. America's moving. I love when he whispers. America's moving. Well, that's Rick. That's, that's how he stop speaks. now. You don't have the wind. We're in competition with China and other countries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To win the 21st century. Yeah. We're at a great inflection point in history. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back. We have to build back better. <laughs> well, that's crystal clear. <laughs> we got to do better and build back better. We got to build back better. better. Rick, he, he even said at one point that uh, he created more jobs in the last 100 days than any president. Yeah. And I'm what? like, what? what? Paying somebody to stay at home is not a that's job. That's not a job. That's no. not a job. Ask the restaurants. Go into any restaurant. I haven't seen one now that has full staff. Have you? No. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Most radical line tonight was when Joe Biden said, We the people is the government. Most time remember that we the people are the government. No, Joe, you seriously misunderstand the Constitution. We the people is not the government. We are not a country of dictators in Washington running the people. We the people is the people, damn it, who are in charge of the government, whose freedom you're taking away, whose liberty you're stripping away. And it showed the arrogance of the hard left that they think 
He is the state, is what he said, and he's we the people. I mean, holy cow, that was radical. And and, 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 and that's where, where today's Democrats are. Ted Cruz, after he woke up, uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. So we, we had this Biden speech. We've covered it for you, uh, which happened um, when he talked to um, a joint meeting of Congress. We've, we played some of the quotes. Tim Scott uh, had, the, had the rebuttal. We've got some quotes from from what Tim Scott had to say. Uh, what he said uh, upset uh, the Twitter sphere. The cancel culture is now after Tim Scott, who happens to be uh, African-American. Uh, and, uh, and now, of course, uh, as the left always does, if anyone, if, if a black man or woman decides that they're conservative or they don't go along with the proper narrative, that the influential white people, by the way, tell them to. Uh, if they don't go along with the narrative, then they, of course, are called Uncle Tom's. And now all over Twitter, uh, Tim Scott is being called Uncle Tim by the left for statements like this. Uh, the, oh, this is the one about the, the, the systematic racism. Yeah, that one. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought that's what we talked about in the break. Uh, Speedy, I'm sorry. That's on me. I'm sorry. This, uh, this hey, here. Yeah, this, this one here, uh, as you talked about, Rick, about the systematic racism. This is something that everybody's been talking about about how they they blame everything on racism if you just disagree with them, and that's what Tim Scott was trying to land on about if you disagree or you have a debate that doesn't mean right. you're a racist. Basically, right. Right. Is what he's what he's trying to say. Today, kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again. And if they look a certain way, they're an oppressor. From colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. And it's wrong to try to use our painful past to dishonestly shut down debates in the present. So Tim Scott is not allowed to say that because he's black. Uh, he, he, he says that, you, the, that modern day minorities do not live in a racist nation. Now, is it a nation that still has racist people? Yes. Mm-hmm. But is it a racist nation? Tim Scott says no. And, of course, today the left called him Uncle Tim. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. You know, too, it's, it's it's crazy to me how the left in this country will, who they will make a hero, mm-hmm. who they will hold up, who they will paint on walls, who they will do this, and then people who really ought to be the heroes, yeah. like Tim Scott, uh, like Condoleezza Rice, like uh, 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 Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas and, on and, on. and on and on, they, they consider them traitors to the race. I, 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 I just cannot follow that. Well, he really upsets them even more with his <laughs> second comment. Now he takes issue with any suggestion that the Georgia election laws are about civil rights. Here we go. African American who has voted in the South my entire life. I take voting rights personally. Republicans support making it easier to vote and harder to cheat. And so do the voters. Big majorities of Americans support early voting and big majority support voter ID, including African-Americans and Hispanics. 
common sense makes common ground. But today, this conversation has collapsed. The state of Georgia passed a law that expands early voting, preserves no-excuse mail-in voting, and despite what the president claimed, did not reduce election day hours. If you actually read this law, it's mainstream. It will be easier to vote early in Georgia than in Democrat-run New York. But the left doesn't want you to know that. They want people virtue signaling by yelling about a law they haven't even read. Fact checkers have called out the White House for misstatements. The president absurdly claims that this is worse than Jim Crow. What is going on here? I'll tell you, a Washington power grab. This misplaced outrage is supposed to justify Democrats' new sweeping bill that would take over elections for all 50 states. It would send public funds to political campaigns you disagree with and make the bipartisan Federal Elections Commission partisan. This is not about civil rights or our racial past. It's about rigging elections in the future. And no, the same filibuster that President Obama and President Biden praised when they were senators, the same filibuster that the Democrats used to kill my police reform bill last year has not suddenly become a racist relic just because the shoe is now on the other foot. Race is not a political weapon to settle every issue the way one side wants. It's far too important. So there's Tim Scott, and of course he's not allowed to say that because he's black, uh, according to the left. And remember, the, the left are the people that really, if you watch, may be the most racist people you've ever dealt with. Because you know what they say? If your skin is a certain color, you better get in line and you better have the narratives that we hand out and you better say what we say to say and you better do what we say to do. And if you don't believe that, as, as Bubba made the point a minute ago and we have in the past, look who get to be heroes of the African-American community or examples of things you might want to consider. If you don't share their political views, fine. But uh, remember, the only heroes you're allowed to look at are the ones they pick for you. Uh, and, and I know there's many, many people out there that, um, they're not going to live in that world. They make their own decisions and their own choices. Uh, but, um, this is the overall reach and, you know, and, and it's important that, uh, because if, see, if somebody gets up and says what Tim Scott says and you're white, then, well, that's typical racist rhetoric, rhetoric. If Tim Scott says it, well, he's not really a black person. He's really an mm-hmm. uncle Tom and we're going to call him uncle Tim, uh, all over so and remember, these will be the people that'll say what they are the that they want us to live in their utopia where everybody's nice and kind, <laughs> and they're some of the meanest, most vicious human beings you'll ever deal with. There's only one sin in their world, and that is not agreeing with them. Right. Yep. Get, you better get in line. And they will use anybody, anything, and any cause for their ultimate cause, and that is power grab. And yep. as many have pointed out, who. Um, that, that really is the way Marxists live, so they're really doing what they should be doing. They're, they're consistent. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes. Rick. 
and Bubba. We're back. It's six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Recording another Rick and Bubba University podcast today. Uh, on our podcast, we dive into the world of bare-knuckle fighting. Didn't even know it existed. Coming to Birmingham, as a matter of fact, tomorrow night uh, at Bowel Auditorium. Uh, but we uh, will talk to Marcel Stamps, who is a bare-knuckle fighting champion. Uh, and we will talk. I didn't know. And we'll unpack that world. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, Bubba, Friday night, tomorrow night, we'll be over in uh, uh, Somerville, Georgia, Tatuga High School, uh, Tatuga County High School there at the gymnasium. A big men's event. Uh, you're welcome to be there. It's free. All you have to do is let us know you're going to be there. Uh, we'll have all the uh, resources from themanchurch.com. I'll be doing the message. Looking forward to being with all of you there tomorrow night. Then on to Sunday, Colquitt, Georgia, they're doing Man Church, second Man Church for them. I'll be speaking at this gathering of the men. Then we'll put them back into the uh, curriculum from themanchurch.com. And then, Bubba, we added today. Coming up next weekend, as Bubba pointed out, uh, Sherry and I will be at Vincent Revival Center. Uh, looking forward to being there. Sherry will be speaking to the women at a brunch uh, coming up on Saturday. That is sold out, and I'll be speaking at both services coming up on Sunday. Uh, there's a service at 8.30 and another service at 11. So you can find that information by going now to upcoming events, uh, and you can find the information there. Looking forward to being with all of you this weekend. And, Bubba, thank you for reminding me that I was going to be there. Rick, uh, I'm just glad I thought to casually mention that I was going to get my picture made with it right before we went back on the air yesterday yeah. and not later <laughs> next week. Let's go. Uh, so glad we got that all worked out. Sorry for the drama yesterday, but we got it all worked out. But what a great promotion. Yeah, well done. Uh, so let's go to the phones. Uh, we got Chris in Tuscumbia. Bubba gets the hour started. If you want to get in, you can at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Chris, go ahead. Hey, man. Hey. What's going on? I'm good. How about you? Oh, good, good. Hey, dude, I, I was going to let, let you know that, uh, man, it's back, back in uh, 1998, 9 or so, uh, I was working for a little lumber company or so, and that, that, they called me, and they, they was like, man, we... we we're having this big company deal, whatever, and uh, we we got these awesome guys coming up here. And uh, man, I I was like, okay, all right, two hour drive, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll run up there and check it out. And uh, man, I got up there and uh, let's land. We, we, uh, hey, let's land the plane, Chris. Let's get it on the ground. <laughs> Uh, you got there. And what happened? Chris? All right, let's go. Let's get to it right now. You, we, we don't. Ha- you had, had a runways hour, wide open. You had a two-hour drive. We ain't got two hours for the story, though. We get up there and uh, you know we get up there and it's like like they, they said it was Rick and Bubba. Never heard of Rick and Bubba in my life. And uh, we, we get up there, and I, 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 told, I told my buddy I, after it was over, I said, like, man, I, man I, I, I hope they got something else to do. <laughs> yes, yeah, so- I, I, I was like, man, I, I, like, man, it, it, I drove two hours for nothing. And long, long story short, you know, I, uh, about three, Not three really. years Not, later. I, th- I think that ship was sailed, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three years later, uh, I'm riding a truck with a buddy of mine, uh, on another job site there, and he's like, man, you got to hear these guys. You got to hear these guys. And he, he's like, Rick, I said, man, I said, I saw, I saw them. I saw them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, man, I started listening to y'all, and I got hooked on y'all. And I said, man, I said, 
I, I didn't know what I saw back then. <laughs> well, that's true. Look, every everybody gets to ramp up, uh, but I'm glad you're there now. <laughs> And uh, it's uh, thank you, sir. We call that the sawmill tour. Yeah, and, <laughs> yes, we uh, do. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. You know, but, sawmill uh, and saw gravy. That's it. So thank <laughs> you. Uh, let's go to Charles in Alabama. Charles, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. How about it, fellas? How y'all doing? We're good. We're, great. We're good. Um, me and a bunch of guys from little old town in uh, South Alabama uh, put on a bull riding every year. This will be our second one, and we're. Do- doing a fundraiser to raise money for our local congregations. I'm not speaking there, Emma. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's cool. But we do a fundraiser to raise money for a bunch of local churches who are struggling. Mm-hmm. And um, we were wondering if we can get the Spurmaster to come speak at our event. I, You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you just need to, you know, just reach out to my agency. And uh, well, he's represented by the hickory and... chip. Yeah. Hey, go down. What you do is you go down there to the hickory chip and you want to talk to Martha <laughs> and tell her that when I come in there, that I need to call you and you just leave the message. And when I come to the chip, I'll call you. <laughs> but uh, now, well, if, you, if, if, if you want Gary, email me and I'll get you in touch with Gary. Okay. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you calling. Uh, let's go to uh, Dexter. Uh, Dex is in Missouri. Dexter, go Dexter. ahead. Dexter. Hey, I'm I'm in Meridian, Mississippi, and I was just calling to see if you guys saw Anthony Rizzo for the Cubs strike yeah. out Freddie Freeman last yeah. night. I had the choice of watching stand-up comedy with Biden or the ball game, and I chose the ball game. <laughs> well, that's good. You, you know, I didn't. What happened? Great moment last it, night. It Speedy brought it up in the kickoff hour. Great story if you hadn't seen it. Braves were up 10 to nothing, and, and I, I stopped watching it. And this is why you don't stop watching games. Yeah. It's so bad, the Cubs have to go to their first baseman, Rizzo, to pitch. Mm. Um, lefty. Freeman comes up. Freeman's already had a good night, hit a home run, obviously part of that 10 runs. But he strikes Freeman out, the MVP. <laughs> Rizzo strikes him out, and they start laughing at each other. And just, it's it's a great moment. He can't believe it. We're looking at it right now. He's like, wow, I just got struck out by the first baseman. Sure. <laughs> they get pretty tickled. Yeah. That, it was uh, a curveball that was about yeah. 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. In fact, he could throw it, though. I know. I had a little movement on it. It was a little nasty. Uh, let's go to uh, Jerry and <laughs> You know Tennessee. the pitching coach today is going, uh. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, go ahead. Jerry? Yes. Uh, I'm a first-time, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, sir. Thank this you. Is sort of a throwback question to you, Rick. Okay. Uh, I remember listening to your show several years ago. I forget whether it was. A Mother's Day or Father's Day that you had baby dedication at your church. Mm-hmm. Well, in that same service, there was a gentleman that had turned 101 years old. And he told a story that he had just bought a new car and had gotten an extended warranty on the car. Yeah, that's right. I was kind of wondering, uh, kind of wondering uh, what or not. Got to enjoy that extended warranty. Yeah, I think he went on in at like 103. I think he lived two additional years. Wow, which uh, which is funny. I'd forgotten about that. Well, that you know what? Funny. I guarantee he was well prepared. Yes, that that is a well prepared. That that's what our the generation before us did. They had everything yep. planned out and covered and did it right. The funniest thing about that man is when in our Sunday school class they were talking about trying to take meals to him when he was getting toward the end. 
And he said, I know some of you are thinking that, you know, he has children, but you have to understand his son is 80-something years old. He can't do it. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we have to help his children because they're in their 80s. Uh, let's go to Jane in Huntsville. Jane. 100.3 The River. Jane, go ahead. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hey, How about it? Last night I listened to the whole hour from Biden, and I'm sorry. I, it was just a bunch of lies. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, a lot of the stuff he said. Yeah. You know, let's get people back to work. How do you not get them back to work when you're giving them free money? Well, right, yeah. keep in mind uh, now yeah. they they <laughs> they paid people to stay out of work. Right now they want money to put people back to work. Unbel- I mean, I, unbelievable. I, you know, I'm trying to uh, connect the dots here on this. Well, I think he's counting on these jobs, like you said, Bubba, that he's created. I think he's counting the people that are getting a check from the government. Uh, Rick, I'll tell They're you something else, too. Look at he, the signs out there. He, the day he went in, he had three vaccines on the table that had just come out, just been approved, and. He pretty much took credit. I mean, I know, I, I remember, and, and I know a lot of people didn't like the way that Trump took credit for everything. Mm-hmm. Well, Biden took credit for the whole vaccine program last night. Never yes, one acknowledgement. He had to, nothing to do look, with it. Look, the heavy lifting was done before Biden no got there. Doubt. All he had to do is pass it out. No doubt. And they have passed it out. And good. We're getting people vaccinated. It's never fast enough. You could always do better. But we are getting I give them credit for that. Yeah. But realize day one you showed up, they were ready to go. Write this down and date it. God forbid. God forbid. And I'm not saying that there will be. I, I pray there's not. But God forbid there be some kind of long-term issue with the vaccines. Mm. I promise you the credit he's taking right now and the Democrats are taking will go away. Wow. And they will say, well, this is what Trump did when he yeah. rushed all this stuff to market. Yeah, you're right. So, so that's how it works. You, you take credit for what you think is working, and then you, you blame another administration for what you think doesn't work. Yeah, I, I bet. I bet you, you they won't stick with that credit if, if anything no, bad starts no. coming. They'll they'll punt that thing like it's fourth and fifteen. And whose fault will it be? Yeah, that'd be the Trumpster. Why well, rushed it? We rushed it. Warp speed was wrong. Uh, but right now, warp speed is the Democrats' idea. Apparently, they uh, changed the name of it. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll continue with your phone calls coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba. Rick 22 Rick minutes Bubba. past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. We thank you for being with us. We're taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So uh, let's go to Elizabeth out of Childersburg, Alabama. Elizabeth, thank you for your patience. Uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Good. How are you guys? Fired up. We're fired up and ready. I just wanted to tell you all that this year um, for Mother's Day is the first year since 2006 that I am excited to go to church. I, I go to church on a normal basis. But Mother's Day is always an extreme struggle for me yeah. um, due to losing my best friend, my mom, in 2006. Yeah. But I found out yesterday while I was looking on our church Facebook page that, Rick, you will be at our church revival center on Mother's Day. And I just wanted to tell you all that I am so excited. I'm 
excited to be looking forward to actually going to church on Mother's Day. I have kids, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's just that struggle. Yeah, I understand. So I just wanted to let y'all know that I'm very, very excited. You know, um, I'm excited. At Revival Center. Well, thank you. I'm excited, too. You know, you and I found out about it about the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well hey, uh, don't forget, please. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. We got it all worked out, and I'm I'm looking forward to being there. And uh, and excited about the message that God's going to give to all of us. So thanks a lot, Absolutely. and I and look forward to seeing you there. And uh, yeah, I bet you saw it. Your church is marking it pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they have. That's yeah. incredible. Well, thank you for that. Uh, let's continue. Let's go to uh, Mark out of Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Mark, 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 go. Hi guys, listen up here for a second. Back a few weeks ago, y'all had uh, Dana Perino on there, and y'all was talking about the election being stolen and everything. Uh, Mike Lindell, and uh, they did steal the election, and things are fixing to come out when they open up their own media. Trump and them get their own media set up and everything. Things are fixing to change, guys. Y'all stay in prayer and keep your head up. Because so what's, things are Mark, to happen. Mark, what's the new date on that? Time out, Rick. Yeah, time out and hold. No, we're not trolling. It's good. But I want to time out anyway. Mark, what, sure. what is the date or what are we going to see? Help me out with it. So, so, Brett, help us. Brett, Mark. Well, I'm just saying, there's there's something going on because, I mean, those small winds that uh, they had in the flyover states, that's not that's not that wouldn't right. All right, so no, that's not what Bubba (laughs) asked. Yeah, but what what are you? What's going to come out? Tell us what's going to happen. Exactly. Okay. This is my. This is only my personal opinion. When uh, when it comes out, how bad that they stole the election. Then the way the people, we need to stand up and not let the government Man. put a president in there that we don't we didn't vote for. So when will so it come out? Re- Trump needs to come out, come, be put back in the office, and this we the people's got to take back our country. So when they, you when, know, when will the moment happen? I believe soon as soon as Trump gets their uh, their own media set up i believe is when something's going to really start opening people's uh, well, eyes mark well, let me let me go back here you said uh that that it's there's going to be proof that the election was stolen w- what proof are we going to see and under our current <clears throat> laws how how do you think that will be resolved what will be the remedy or how do you get to you the remedy you say? The Supreme Court's got a rule on it. Chief, Chief Justice John Roberts has got a rule on it. So, and, but, of, and quit being uh, scared to do anything about but, it. But, Mark, look, I'm, I'm trying to be accommodating here on this, but the Chief Justice in the Supreme Court can't just rule because somebody said. You no, have to have I mean, a case. It, it has to make its way got, up through the courts. Right. When and, you've got 300, when you've got 300, I mean, when you've got, like, 50,000 more people vote in a county that, you know, that ain't the population wouldn't even that high. And that's just about in every flyover state in, in the country. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, Mark, why are we getting this? I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's Mark, true, Mark. Here, here's I, the I, problem, too, though. The Supreme yeah. Court could look at a county, and if you had just overwhelming evidence, uh, they would say, well, the election's already been certified. Right. We, we don't have the ability to overturn that now. Mark, I, Mark, I mean, they, they yeah. follow, you know, and they look, and I understand you, you're wanting them in, in your mind to do the right thing, but that isn't how the Supreme Court works. They they rule on cases brought before them that have merit. And what we saw in this uh, time and time again, that if 
the merit of a case in front of them would not completely change the outcome of the election, which one state can't. Right. They won't. They won't take it. They won't rule on it. Right, and you can't go like. Well, I'm not about, saying that's right, about, Mark. But I'm just saying it's the way it you, is. You can't just go up to to a Supreme Court and say there was a county somewhere in the flyover states that more people voted than even lived in the county, and then what they're going to say is, do you have the documentation of that? And then, as Bubba well, said, if it has no impact on the election, it's not going. What about? What about the legislators not doing their job and then these people, the governors and everything, making up laws and changing mail-in votes and you can vote 20 days? Right. Well, we've already, we've, already, we've already talked about all that. That's yeah, it's, all it's pretty much been yeah. litigated. And the Supreme Court been... said, look, uh, the state of you fill in the blank, okay, Pennsylvania, gets to cast so many votes. Pennsylvania wow. is going to decide how they did it and who votes and whatever. We're not going to get into it. I mean, that's what they yeah. say. It. Yeah, I, I would just I tell you what, guys. We're living in perilous times, brothers. We got to pray and pray hard because this is not looking good for the country. Well, yeah, I it, mean, it, even though Mark, what you're saying, if it was true, right, there is no system now to replace and take Joe Biden out. Yeah, I, it, the Supreme Court has no authority to do that. I would just say, there's there's what we preferred. Some of us do. Do I prefer this administration? I do not. But but you gotta if some of y'all really honestly think that there's some date out there that President Trump's gonna be put back in as president, I'm just gonna tell you as your friend It ain't happening, guys. You gotta let that go. And it doesn't matter what you think the evidence is, it ain't gonna happen. Now here's what you can do. You can't look back, look forward. Find out how you can get the vote out better for the midterm election for the candidates that you support their policies. That's what you need to put your effort in because everything else, Mark, sadly, is a waste of your time, and I'm telling you that as a friend. Yeah, you need we need need to concentrate on the midterm elections coming up, and I know what you're going to say, but what if my vote doesn't count and they can just rig them? I got all that. Uh, I, I'm not. Well, let me tell you how they won't have to rig it. That is, if you don't go vote. Right. So, uh, so I but make I make them have to really work. I would let the Trumps coming back after his new media. I'd let that go. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Will of Meat has spun. Fix Mama's mouth is closed. Uh, so those two things, uh, if you are waiting around on either one of those. Uh, that window has now closed. But again, next week, uh, Will of Meat will be back. Uh, we'll be back, uh, so Lord willing. Uh, HelloFresh.com, how about this? Uh, we're excited to point you to this great product. Uh, and if you got a chance, uh, you probably saw uh, Adler and uh, his wife. They, they they were using this. Helmsy talking about how great it was at their house. We all love it. Uh, and HelloFresh handles all the shopping and meal planning for you. All you have to do is choose from over 25 Chef created recipes every week. Now they do have, you know, carb smart. If you're into that, the the one pan, uh, family friendly, uh, even vegetarian. I mean, if that's your thing, I mean, you you can make that happen. Uh, so uh, once it comes to the door, uh, it's if you want it to be still be contact free. If you still bother about that, you can do that. Uh, but anyway, it's got fresh pre portioned ingredients sourced directly from growers. Easy to follow recipe cards. Uh, takes about 20 minutes to do these meals, uh, and, and I mean the meals are fantastic, and it's about 28% cheaper uh, 
than uh, the local grocery store. So, and they do all the shopping for you, and meal planning's done. All, but you still prepare them. But in, in about twenty minutes, you get them on the table. Uh, also, if you have kids, what a great way and a fun way for them to learn how to cook, and that'll serve them well. Right now, uh, we have a special. It's a limited time. You get twelve free meals, plus you get free shipping if you go to HelloFresh.com and use our promo code Bubba. That's twelve free meals plus free shipping with the promo code Bubba at HelloFresh. Dot com. There's a link at rickandbubba.com right there under the sponsors button. So uh, I didn't realize this. 27 years ago today, uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. criticized the Colts because I remember when they picked Trev Alberts, the linebacker, over quarterback Trent Dilfer. Uh, and um, so somebody, uh, Adam Scheffner, put out on Twitter that uh, his work partner had captured Colts general manager Bill, is it Tobin? Yeah. Uh, Tobin. Tobin. Is it Tobin? Tobin, uh, Tobin. Uh, commenting on how whether he cared what Mel Kuyper uh, had to say uh, w- about his draft pick. So here it is 27 years ago. Who in the hell is Mel Kuyper in a way? <laughs> I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. In my knowledge of him, he's never ever put on a jock strap. He's never been a coach. He's never been a scout. He's never been an administrator. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our papers two days ago telling us who we have to take. We don't have to take anybody that Mel Kuyper says we have to take. Mel Kuyper has no more credentials to do what he's doing than my neighbor, and my neighbor's a postman, and he doesn't even have season tickets to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he had enough of Mel Copper, had he? I didn't realize that Mel Copper was was sitting there listening to him oh, say yeah, that the whole time. Oh, that's so. Was good. he on the set or was he just at a different location? No, he was on the listening. set. Yeah, right. that, 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 <laughs> that's funny. That is you know, we talked about that. He's kind of got a point, uh, especially then. What day did Mel Copper decide? Hey, I just know about the draft. I mean. I mean, he's done a great job, you know, making a living at it. Oh, yeah. But who decided one day, you know, that Mel Carver guy, he's got this draft thing figured out. Well, at least now he's got 27 years of experience yeah. behind him. Yeah. But how did this guy turn out, this quarterback? I mean, this linebacker. I, I don't remember him playing. Uh, the, the, I remember Trevor Averts as a commentator. Didn't he call yeah, games? Yeah, I think so. It, it seemed he, somebody, I, the last I, I, I don't think it was a flop. Because I remember, no, I'm thinking about the Jets. Never mind. The Jets, I remember that time that somebody made the comment, did the Jets not have the concept of what the draft's all yeah. about? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, the Jets fans hate yeah. every pick <laughs> right. they make. But, every, I mean, I, don't, I can't remember one they were excited about. But I, <laughs> if I remember the, the linebacker, you know, but you have to understand, and this, I, look, I had this happen to me even in, uh, in my hometown, uh, is I, um, um, I, there was a linebacker that played at the high school that I played at, and he was very, very, very good. And uh, and he um, he got uh, he decided that he would go to a college uh, and play, but he's a linebacker. Right. So if I didn't watch that college play every week, you know, you don't really see a lot of reports on linebackers in the paper and stuff like that. And I actually asked somebody the other day, "Hey, did, how did their career go?" And they were like, "Fantastic. He was <laughs> a starter there and, and played like yeah. crazy." But I didn't know about it because I because I wasn't a fan of that team. So when when someone says, "How did that linebacker go that y'all picked?" Sometimes that's a little harder to trace than how did the quarterback do, the running back, the receiver, whatever. But I, I, I guess I don't know. I think he did all right, and I think even that when the Jets got a hard time about 
Turned out to be a pretty good player. Oh, Brian, wasn't that the quarterback when they were trying to get him? They, they that, p- that was one of them, I remember. They picked a linebacker, there. and everybody gave him a hard time. And then I think I heard somebody say, well, everybody forgets that linebacker actually turned out to be a great player for the Jets. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. But uh, that is hilarious. Um, but, Rick, the Jets fans seem like they boo oh, every pick, yeah. like it's oh. the worst one in the world. But I, watching Mel Copper Jr. have to sit and listen to that on me, I, I like I that a lot. But he, but he makes a good point. Yeah. I thought Mel Copper actually had some credentials. I didn't realize this is just some guy that decided he'd start talking about the draft. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, he came. I guess he just studied it he, or covered it a lot, and I don't know. I don't know how he became an expert, to be honest. Well, he he's on ESPN doing that, so he had some credentials or had worked his way up from somewhere. But you know, it's like everything else; it's his opinion. He's just giving you what he thinks, right? Which is fine. But but you know, the Colts guys not used to, uh, and th- this was kind of in the early days of ESPN. They probably were not used to people. Yeah. Uh, questioning them at that level yeah. and getting in their face and then causing other people to question them because they said that. Yeah, this is a little different because it's draft picks, but I guess you could do this, but we've talked about many times here, is you, you never hear these so-called sports experts, you know, the guys who, who don't have never really coached um, or, or run a team or, or played the sport or anything. You, you don't have to play the sport to know it, but you probably, but these other areas, you know, are helpful. But, you know, you never hear them come back on their show when they talk about some – on Monday and say, well, boy, I really, I'm, I really messed that up. You know, when they have their own picks and they're going to tell you what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, you get a whole well, lot of that. You know, that even, even the ones who are really good at it and uh, and have the shows, when you see what their record is for the season, it's not as good as – I mean, they may have a winning percentage, but it's not uh, blistering like you, 90% like you think yeah. it would be. Well, and he and Mel got taught a little lesson too. And, of course, Greg, you remember Dad would say the same thing about – so-called sports experts, when they would say, well, Coach, you're not – this is just my job. And he's like, no, I got it. It is your job. But it's like, I mean, that doesn't mean I don't have a right to, to, to not like you for it. Yeah, I <laughs> disagree. Yeah, this is not like I'm going to come on your show now. Well, I have a right to say I don't want to be on your show after you trash me. Uh, well, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, well, so am I. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, that, you, you got a right to do it, but that doesn't mean that I don't have the right to not like it or say I disagree with you. Or, yeah, I can have an opinion right. on your opinion. Right, sure. <laughs> we, we all can have opinions. And, uh, They're like belly buttons. Right. They everybody's are. got one. Well, and other things. Too. Well, most everybody. Yeah, most Unless you're a yeah. lizard person. Right. So uh, so w- the draft is tonight? Yes. Tonight. And I'm a interested because most years, now we know Trevor Lawrence is locked for number one, but after that, it, it, we don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. It is. That third pick's going to be one to look at. And the Justin Fields thing about the epilepsy is going to – How's that going to play in? How is well, that? I mean, in the color of his skin. Right. Yeah. I, don't I mean, you got you to gotta look at that. Devontae Ma- Smith being smaller than they thought. I, right. I mean, is he going to drop? Max Kellerman, uh, he's already told you. Max why. Kellerman told us that all week. Yeah. Wow. Which is unbelievable yeah. to me he's that we're discussing that, that at all. Guy. What if we had to spend time with, Ma- with Max Kellerman? Mm. We'd probably end up in a in a scuffle. We would. Ah, uh, Yeah. But he'd get tired I'm, of I won't watch a lot of it, but I'll watch the first five or six picks. Yeah. I may watch the first ten. I usually give it ten to twelve, and then I'm out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I want to see how there's always uh, there's uh, controversy in those first fifteen picks. Yeah, yeah. I want to see how the quarterbacks. What's funny yeah. though, you got the Jets. Here we go again. Was it three years ago they got Sam Darnold? Hey, here it is. We've got our quarterback of the future, and were they three years into it and they've done trading him, and now they're back on the clock to get another quarterback? Right. The Jets never have. Now, whoever's the been very picking theirs pick, needs to get a different one. But they've always got like the second or third. Have you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is Sam Darnold. He's our man. You hey, man, Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Trent, he traveled around. Finally, ended up with uh, 
Ravens. Uh, the Ravens and uh, won a Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, that was the team that the defense carried. It wasn't because of him. But he, he got them there. Look, but he I, handled the ball on every play, and he, he did. did what he had to do. I, w- I will tell you this. I really believe that Ravens team that year, that Ravens team, and Bubba mm-hmm. and I, we were, we were both we there. Were at that. We were at yep. that Super Bowl. I really believe that that Ravens team, there's very few quarterbacks at NFL quality, okay, because you got to be pretty good to even play for anybody in the NFL. I think you could have gone to all teams and taken any quarterback, put it on that team, and they would have still won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just did, any you, pro caliber quarterback. Yeah. You just, you just couldn't mess up. He just had to execute. That's yeah. right. I mean, if you've only got to score like a 10 points a game and win. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and your defense is going to get seven. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have that uncomfortable moment tonight where Mac Jones is supposed to be taken in the top five and then he just keeps doing like Brady Quinn did that time? Where sliding down, sliding, down sliding, sliding down, down, sliding down, and then you start feeling sorry for him. And I think he may go higher than what they think. Well, they got him at three, so I don't know how much higher, uh, much more higher you can go. Stuff uh, up in there. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back 10 minutes to the top. Thanks for being with us. 866. We Be Big is the number. 27 years. Still here, baby. Still like this guy. Still throwing punches. Going down swinging. Uh, glad to be here. And in the 27 years, a lot of different uh, things have developed, including this classic. And, uh, oh, oh, that's not it. That's, that's a not, classic, but that ain't it, Rick. That's not it. <laughs> Wrong setup. That's one right there. <laughs> Yee-haw, It's time for your favorite part of the show. We call it It's a Country Song or It Ain't. With the wildest wranglers this side of the Mason-Dixon, country boy Rick and his buddy, Bubba. Thank you, Arlene. Here we go. 866 We Be Big, a Rick and Bubba classic country song. And uh, can you identify the difference in a true country song title or one that Bubba just made up? Do you think you can discern? Remember, this is country music, so it may be more difficult than it may on the surface appear. Uh, So Bubba will read to you uh, three potential titles. It may be a real country song or or maybe it ain't. And then if you can get three of these in a row correct, uh, you can pick whatever you want from the Rick and Bubba store, uh, and we'll send it right to you. Rick, also, we love our country music listeners. Oh, but, my goodness, uh, that goes without y- saying. You know, they, uh, they've got some titles out there now. They'll even admit that. Yeah, that, that, let me see here. I'm going to investigate something. <laughs> Do you need an investigation? I'm going to look and see if we've got everything out of Yeah, here we go. All right, so I'm gonna, it's been a while, Bubba. Uh, so <laughs> got to get on my – Digging all my, deep. Let me see if i got everything I need here. So. And we were wrong answer. Yeah. Right, yep. right answer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got that in there. All right, I'm uh-huh. good. Here we go. I'm good. All right, so let's uh, let's go with the start with Melanie. Uh, Melanie has been listening to us. How long, Melanie? Uh, well, since the nineties, early nineties. So, early nineties. Uh, yeah, I, I believe I was listening even before Bubba became um, a regular because I listened to Q104. I got you. 
And all of a sudden, here we came. Uh, comes the morning yeah. extravaganza, followed by the Rick and Bubba show. All right, so uh, Bubba and his buddy, the Alabama's last outlaw. That's the one. And here's a new news person, Sherry Bodine. Uh, so, what do you what, do? You know how to play, Melanie? Please, please, as a veteran, you don't need this explained to you, right? I don't think so. I haven't played anything in a good long while, but um, maybe I remember. All right, so you got to you just say country song if you think it's really a country song, and then you say it ain't if you don't. If you right. miss if you miss one, you're eliminated. If you get it okay. right, you keep going. If you get three of them, you can pick anything you want from the Rick and Bubba store, and we'll send it to you. Okay. All right, you ready? Here we go. Title yeah. number one. I don't want your body if your heart's not in it. Country song <laughs> or it ain't? Uh, country song. You are correct. It is. All right. I'm ready to get started. All right, here we go, Melanie. Got the first one right. Here's, here's title number two. She's leaving now. I'll pay later. Country song um, or it ain't? It ain't. You are correct. It's not. Look at Melanie go. We're gonna have a winner right out of the gate. Melanie, it's now for the all important. This is this is the winner lose right here. Title number three. I forgot how bad my good woman could be. Country song or it ain't. Um, I'm gonna say it is. You are correct. Yeah, that right there. Well, congratulations. An you, old pro. An old pro. You got it. So you pick anything you want from the Rick and Bubba store. You may already have in your mind what you want. And if you do know, then just simply tell Harry Murdahl, and uh, we'll send it right to you, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Oh, look. You, you. you proved that you really are a veteran. Oh, gosh. I just lost it. Melanie, call us back after it's over. I lost Melanie. Sorry. Uh, well, fumble I, fingers. Fumble fingers. Giant fingers. Uh, so anyway, Melanie, we lost you, but uh, call back. You're not going to get in now. That it, means you lose. It'll be it'll be <laughs> top of the hour. So ju- just call us at top of the hour. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Louisville, Kentucky, where Patrick is standing by. Patrick, pa- Patrick, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Do you know how to play country song or it ain't? I do. You do. All right. So, so, <laughs> my goodness, I wasn't ready for that. Oh boy. So here we go. Here comes title number one. Such a long memory for such a short skirt. Country song it out. I'm going to go with it is. I'm sorry oh. it's not. Yeah. So uh, set that one down. I worried. Melanie got on base so easy and, and it seemed well, to just she scored. Them leadoff hitters, sometimes you not lose. No, you're right. Uh, yeah. So let's go now to the, the – anyone calling from Nashville should just win this thing. I mean, away. it ought to be a slam. It, it ought to just be a walk away. All right, so let's go to Jennifer in Nashville. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Good morning. Put some pressure on me. Uh, well, look, you're <laughs> calling from the home of the Country Music Hall of Fame. So, I mean, the Grand Ole Opry, you, you can see the, easy for me, you can see the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> All right, here we go. Title number one. I can. I bet you can. All right, here you go. Go ahead. The peach I picked in Georgia didn't cling to me for long. Country song or day? It ain't. You're correct. It's not. All right, here we go. Here we go, Music City. All right, uh, title number two. I fell in a pile of you and got love all over me. Country song or day? I'm going to say it is. You are correct. It is. Look at you go. Jennifer. I want you to stare at that Grand Ole Opry as we hear title number three. I flushed you from the toilets of my heart. Country song or day? <laughs> I'm going to say it is. You country are correct. Oh, it is. you got to be kidding me. I didn't think that was a real one. Well, you, 
He tossed the slider down and away and punched it, it. punched it down and made a little hit out of it. Unlike Melanie, I'm going to try not to hang <laughs> up on you. You get it out there, bud. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, so Big Fingers is putting you on hold. And uh, just tell, tell Harry Murdahl what you want from the Rick and Bubba store, and we'll send it right to you, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for listening. We put some pressure on her, and she she she, she handled came it. Through. She handled she it. Did fine. Good. She did good. All right, good. so uh, let's now go. All right, more pressure here. Doesn't mean you know a lot about country music, but you should know a lot about the show. Meaning you may have heard some of these. Kenzie is calling out of Gadsden, listing on Z ninety three. Kenzie, how you doing? Yes, sir. Doing good this morning. How y'all? Well, fantastic. Are Are you ready for country song or name? I'm gonna try. All right, here we go. Title number one. I spent my last ten dollars on birth control and beer. Country <laughs> song or name? That's pretty good. No way. I'm sorry, it is. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Uh, down goes Kenzie. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's go to. Uh, mm, let's look at to South Carolina. Robert is standing by. Robert, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? I'm great. How about yourself? You ready to play? I am. All right, here we go. Title number one. I never had the one I wanted. Country song or it ain't? It ain't. I'm sorry it is. Oh, boy. I saw it. Thanks to to Ernest Tubbs for that one. (laughs) Houston, Texas. (laughs) The last one is Tony. Tony in Houston, you ready? I am ready, sir. I don't know how I'm going to follow up all that fun, but let's give it a shot. Title number one. I think I'll drink myself into the past. Country song or date? I'm going to say it is. You are correct. Oh, it is. Yeah. All right, title number two. Title number two. I want to whip your cow. Country <laughs> song or date? Holly, that's good. <laughs> oh, I want to whip your uh, cow. <laughs> I'm going to have to say yes, it is. You are correct. It One is. One more time, Houston. Right. Let's go, Tony. <laughs> Come on, here we go. Title number three. If fingerprints showed up on skin, wonder whose I'd find on you. Oh. Country song or it ain't? Oh, boy. It ain't. I'm sorry oh, it is. Man. You are phony. He's up and standing. <laughs> 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 Golden Tony, you were right there. Two winners today. Melanie, call us back. We hung up on. Did you find Melanie Harry? Melanie, call back here. Melanie, call back. Uh, Harry Murdahl's looking for you. We got to get you your prize. Two winners today. Congratulations to them both. The ladies won today. All ladies. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good day. Got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Uh, that works. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, the show that's been around 27 years, mainly because you listened to it and thought to yourself, that's not that bad. It's good. I mean, they're, they're not great, but I mean. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Bubba is in the mix. Eddie Van Adler's got it like he likes it. We all get ready to roll into another hour. We thank you for being with us. You can reach us at the number I just gave you, 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we will be chatting with you again this hour. And as I mentioned, there's there's Bubba. There's Bubba. Yeah, about you, man.
it's it's hard to believe, uh, but as we've said uh, in the society in which we now live, uh, uh, the, the the word shame uh, no longer exists. And um, you know, if there's ever been a time to feel good about yourself uh, compared to uh, others, now's the time to do it. Uh, but I don't think I've really ever seen anything quite like Hunter Biden. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody quite like Hunter Biden. Have you? I mean, I mean, it's uh, the man is has a picture of him laying there with a crack pipe in his mouth and he's passed out. Yeah, he claims he don't know whether that's a computer or not because he was so tore up he don't remember. That's right. his, how he answers it. Yeah, unreal. And he has been involved in in shady deals all over the world. Yeah, and um, and in every president has had that person that gave them a handle. Oh yeah, you remember with Bill Clinton, it was Roger Clinton, Roger. his little brother. Yep. Uh, Billy, Billy Carter. Billy had his own beer. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter had Billy Carter. He was always into something. And uh, I mean, there's been a bunch of them. Well, Hunter Biden is that person for Joe Biden. I mean, he he's been under the the under controversy from day one. And now, Rick, you think that maybe Hunter Biden would would take the traveling Hunter Biden show to the house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, uh, you I mean, he, he, he's, people, he, you go, you he, did it. You 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 you, you, you may remember he, he, he's, he's got a new son. He's got a finance. Uh, yeah. you remember the one with the stripper? He denied. Yeah. And uh, but uh, now he's been given a job. And again, Rick, this is where you think shame just has no end to where it will go. He has now been given a teaching job at Tulane University. No, he has not. Where he is going to be teaching a course on media polarization and the cancel culture. And guys, he guys, is. He's going to right Tulane. This media ain't, this polarization. Ain't like Pine Knob Community College. Yeah. Like what? Pine Knob Community <laughs> College. This is Tulane is considered a very high academics code. Yes, yes it, it is. Yeah, it is. Tulane is hired Hunter Biden. How does that ever go across the desk? Somebody say, "Yeah, that sounds good." Yeah, sign him up. Hey, you know, it, you know what you would think it was if I was there. Let's say I'm whoever makes these decisions, and the person walks in and says, "What do you think about Hunter Biden teaching class?" <laughs> I mean, it would well, take. Rick, was he got to be there early? I hope not. And then and I, I would just come in at noon. I would have just kept laughing and said, "Where are you going to go to lunch? That's a good one. That's funny." Yeah, but but they they've approved it. Well, he, he's actually going to. And let's look at his, on the faculty. Let's Rick. look at his uh, credentials for doing this. Hmm. Um, he's had a rocky personal past. Just he's say had the controversial least. overseas business dealings, mm-hmm. and he has shared DNA with the president of the United States. That's about it. That's about. I'm about to do it. That's uh, the latter being by far and away the most important. I think you're right. I Guys. think if you'll look into those connections at Tulane, you got a hey, help me out, buddy deal. But I'm kind of like Rick, and I, I think he's trying to give him something to do to keep him out of trouble. Maybe that's yeah. it, because I'm like Ricky. I would be going, Hunter, won't you please just just go, just stay out of the public, just quit doing interviews. Yep. The when uh, you claim you were so high, you don't know where your computer was. Charlie Kirk wrote, "In case you needed more proof that college is a waste of time and money, here it is." Hunter Biden is joining the faculty at Tulane <laughs> mm-hmm. to teach a class on fake news. Rick, get that look right there. <laughs> There's your teacher. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a college. I mean, you know, there's the, the, all kinds right of. A representative yeah. from Colorado suggested that the younger Biden teach students how to skirt around gun laws, no. calling it a subject he has a great deal of experience. Yeah, and here in. it just goes on and on. I don't know if he needs to be hanging out with a college kid, he'll get to partying. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, this could be trouble. They document again the trouble. two CBS interviews that we saw that the laptop could be his, mm-hmm. and it could have been stolen. Well, you see, he didn't know whether it was or not. Yeah, could have. And he also been. claimed the intelligence community had determined that the reports on the laptop contents by the New York Post were based on Russian 
this information that that of course was proven to be a false statement. Yes. Um, Fact check. So here comes Hunter Biden, the new professor. Here he comes. How, how, would like to, that, how would you like to look on your list and stroke a check for that class? You know they don't give those classes away. Mm-mm. Oh no! So, well, look, and there'll there'll be a bunch of people just rush to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Hunter Biden. Uh, the I will tell you something that I mean he. I bet every drug dealer in Louisiana is excited about this. It, it's almost like he's a Clinton. I mean the, the the way he can just nothing. There's no you can't you can't lay a hand on it. He's Teflon, Rick. I mean he floats like a butterfly and stings like Teflon. a. Well, <laughs> The, the incident Bubba was referring to about the child when, when it was proven that he was the father, Hams, how you report that? Was it the? It wasn't Trump's Twitter, but it was his campaign where they they congratulating Biden yeah. on being a new grandfather yeah. <laughs> on the Twitter, <laughs> on the new grandson. <laughs> well, of course, Biden had denied it. You know, Hunter sure. had denied it the whole time, and then was eventually forced into court to giving a test. And guess what? It was him. Well, remember the Hunter Bidens of the world. No matter what you're accusing them of, that yeah. they know they did. It's instinctively that they say they didn't. Do it. No, well, and, and no, Rick passionately denied. I mean, it's yeah. like you can't. It's just absolutely ridiculous that you're even bringing this up. You know, we got all your information here on this laptop. Is this your laptop? I mean, it could be. And it also couldn't be. Yeah, but but again, it could not be. I mean, what is your definition of laptop? So now he will, <laughs> What's he will have to financially support the child and, uh, and its mom, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> now appearing on stage three. Greg. Greg. Well, Dallas, it's Dallas. Yeah, oh, that what it was. Oh, no, sorry, just a joke. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so anyway, Tulane University. That's, that's it. The that's green it. wave. The green looking wave, good. It's yeah. more like a blue wave. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Hunter Biden, based on his past, and hopefully he's got his act together, but we don't know that yet. Uh, he will take the green wave and turn it into a purple wave. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Picture him at graduation when the when the uh, the faculty members are up there with their robes on. Picture him up there, uh, looking good. You know what though? I've been in classes before. I don't know that he's the biggest idiot to ever teach a college. That's a good point, by the way, Rick. In fact, he may have found something he can do. I heard some pretty idiotic people. The ones I remember. <laughs> you you, you want to? They were they were some that were very good. In my they, opinion. no question, they were some Gosh, that they, it was yeah. less desirable. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, right. Good way to put it. If I get to pass out grades. Right. Have you seen those websites now where the college kids rate professors and, and seen some of that? It's pretty pretty funny. No, I would have loved to participate in that. <laughs> well, I mean, now with social media, you know, you they set up a site and they, they, they give the uh, teachers a grade how they mm-hmm. did. I still, I know we talked about it a lot of times, but I still think it was the only class Greg and I had together ever. I still think <laughs> oh, that, man, that the guy. most fun we ever had was that theater teacher. We were in intro to theater. Just trying to find a way to get a grade. Oh yeah, and I and I, he thought he was going to thrill us with how he was a world traveler, and I kept ruining it by claiming I'd been everywhere he'd been. <laughs> he asked if anybody had been there, and Rick said he had. <laughs> and then he told us he thought he'd been reincarnated, <laughs> that he lived around the turn of the century or something. Well, and what did I say? I think you told you'd been reincarnated. No, too, no. I, I looked at him. I said, I knew I recognized you. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what. It was. And that's, that was. I think that was when I was. Has to be removed. Rick, I kept going that class even though I had dropped out of college and hadn't told anybody because we were having so much fun in there. I know. We were having a blast. Bubba, every time. Anybody here ever been to uh, – my hand would just go up. <laughs> anybody here ever been to Belgium? <laughs> and my hand would go up in the back. Had a great waffle there. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, I did. The waffles are fantastic. <laughs> uh,
We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll take your phone calls next. We haven't done a phone troll today. There's been a few moments I wish we had, uh, but we will do a phone troll next. That means we're going to cut the calls down to 30 seconds. We're going to open all 10 lines. Uh, You can talk about whatever you want to. It'll be easier to get in. Then we'll move the line quicker and get more of you on. Comments and questions coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Minutes past the hour. There's the troll music. So here comes the phone troll music. That means uh, the lines have been opened up. Ten strong. Looks like we've got two, three. Three of them are available now. The other seven are full and ready. But uh, even with seven ahead of you, uh, the, the buzzer is going to start moving in pretty quick uh, as we go to the phone troll. So uh, let's start with Drew. Hey, Buzzer. Drew is out of Oxford, Alabama. Drew's listening to us. Go ahead, buddy. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How y'all? We're fine, buddy. Um, I was just wondering, is it just me, or do y'all think that if Joe Biden was in good health and wasn't 107 years old, do you think Kamala Harris would be vice president? I think she's just waiting on that that banana peel to slip so she can step on in there. Well, I mean, if you if you ever want to be president, being Joe Biden in his current state, being his VP, that's a you're sitting pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, that's really that's there are a quicker and easier way to get there. Yeah. Uh let's go to Jason Gardendale 1047 WZZK. Jason, go ahead. All right, good morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to um, inform you of the greenest ruler there ever was. If you happen to know him, um, it was actually Genghis Khan. He had a sweeping green initiative, and it just involved scrubbing 40 million people from the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, he took care of that. And adding a lot of fertilizer. He was the most committed to the depopulation movement I've ever seen. (laughs) I mean, serious. It was estimated he scrubbed 70 million tons of carbon from the atmosphere. He got it done, didn't he? Wow. Uh, let's go to um, uh, how about uh, Ted out of Clay, Alabama. Ted, let's roll. Good morning. Hey, uh, so, you know, Tim McGraw is for gun control, which surprised me. But he also now has a song called Undivided, which basically tells Christians yeah. to stop telling people about church and to stop saying work is good. I, I question Tim McGraw's uh, conservatism and listen I am a boycotter and so Tim you've lost me I can't I can't listen to you anymore well let me go ahead and tell you straight up Tim McGraw is not conservative at all mm-hmm. I don't think he ever has been uh, he's just been a little more vocal about it now I've never thought of him as conservative I, I don't I yeah I'd have to say I agree with I, I've never had him in that camp mm-hmm. I mean he's been down home good old boy but not I didn't have him yeah in just because he wears a cowboy hat and tight jeans doesn't mean he's a conservative no um, <laughs> He's going to have to wear less tight jeans if he's going to be against gun laws. <laughs> uh, let's go to um, Brian. But that, yeah, that that song I've heard it. It's it, it makes me. It, I heard. Yeah, I heard it's, it. Oh my gosh! It's the silliest. <laughs> I mean, it's just the fact that that's a country song. Uh, Brian and Dadeville. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, this this is. I was calling about. Uh, y'all was talking about Hunter Biden. His subject is going to be for fake news. That's what they were talking about on Fox this morning. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. He, he that we we mentioned that he, he's gonna he's gonna teach people about the cancel culture <laughs> and fake news. And there was another topic in there. Yeah, the, uh, the official the title. Polar, polarizing of media is something idea? like that. Yeah, yeah it had yeah. an official title. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it'd be like you hearing that Bub and I are teaching a health food study group. Yeah, I right. mean, I, I wouldn't be, you know, that really wouldn't be my strong suit, Rick, you know? No, uh, let's go to Randy out of Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Randy, go ahead. Randy. Hey, Biggins, how are y'all? Fired right. up, loving it. Randy. Hey, I'm not big into conspiracy theories, but when I switched over to the uh, speech last night, and saw peanut and jalapeno on a stick sitting behind Biden. I now believe that <laughs> he doesn't like that puppet. I'm gonna tell you, I we ain't got no band, Randy. <laughs> I, I watched a little bit of it when it started, uh-huh. and you know, first of all, we had, didn't have a lot of people there, uh-huh. and but the ones that were there, they are some old decrepit people. They they had their mask on. They some of them could hardly walk. I know. We, we, they, they have been there these, so some, long. Some of these on the trough on both sides, Republican and My Democrat. Goodness, maybe an independent here or there. If there is such a thing, like geriatric, need to roll anyway, that group over. They, 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 Greg. It's like, have you ever tried taking old pig and move her out from the trough? <laughs> I mean, she, she's it. just gonna sit there and eat and eat and eat. You, you can't move them. She's out. gonna resist. Right? You, you, you can't move these people. They, they love this this government gig so bad. They just want to die sitting in one of them seats. Mm. You can't move them. And why we keep voting them over and over again is I don't even understand. And think about all the things they decide on how businesses are run and regulated. Yeah. And most of them have never run mm-hmm. a business. You got a guy president right now, forty-seven years. He's, he hasn't had a real job. Exactly. I don't know. He, and what, what was in Scranton? You know, ten minutes. Hey, Joey. Mickey <laughs> and Brantley, and this new thing of him whispering at us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like Rick. that one. Rick, that's that's all the air he's got. You're right. That's that's serious Mickey, point. Mickey, ten. go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Oh, Mickey, I mean, we're good. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Just wanted to give a shout-out to Marcel today. He's played football at Brantley, a great linebacker, strong young man, and I hope he does good. Well, he's now a bare-knuckle boxer. He sure and, is. And, uh, and we'll we're be talking. only the strong survive. Right. And, uh, you know, and I might, I might let him take a go, have a go at me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, see where he's at. Yeah. He was highly recruited out of Brantley, Alabama. How, how about, about that? that? I wonder how many, part, how many speeding tickets he got. <laughs> oh boy, they'll get you. Boy, they will. <laughs> uh, let's go to um, Troy out of Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Troy, go ahead. Hey guys, I just wanted to talk to you guys. Get so many call ins from uh, the Trump folks. And listen, I, I voted for Trump. Of course, Trump's better than Biden. Of course, but stop this stupidity that Trump's coming back because he ain't coming back. Look around at America, people. Look at the TV shows. Look at the commercials. Look at the movies. Look at Disney Plus. Look what they're going for. This is this. The, the liberals own it. We need to stop focusing so much, and we got to get a certain politician in there. What they need to do is they need to tune into your. Oh, show <laughs> man because it's great and yeah. i love it and, and i listen every and, and watch every day and what you're saying is and this has always been true that the the cause and the movement and the principles are much bigger than any candidate and i, I do believe that no doubt ken and prattville welcome to the program listen to i-92 go ahead yeah what do you call uh kamala and pelosi sitting there with mask on uh, I know why I'm letting that go. No, that's no a way. smart decision. <laughs> but but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Looking, they at, look so look, good the, for you, guys. Plus, didn't look well. She looked it, like she it's was just tired. it's just so silly. The propaganda of these two women. They, they don't know how to sell a vaccine. They just don't. <laughs> these two women are sitting there away from all the spread out people. You know that's 
that looks like a bunch of dinosaurs sitting mm-hmm. out there, like Greg said, in the spread out room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy in front of him talking has had the vaccine. He's taking his mask off. They, he, every, I wish all they three, had Rick, it. I wish he'd have left his own. Yeah, all three, all three of these people have <laughs> had the vaccine, but yet they're sitting there in a room that's not even crowded, spread out. With everybody else has been vaccinated. After they've had the vaccine, with everybody else who's had the vaccine, sitting there with two masks on. Y'all have the worst marketing. I know that you're really good at propaganda, indoctrinating people, and, and, and brainwashing people, but your marketing of products is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have you ever seen the elderly, elderly trying to fist pump? Oh, <laughs> he came down the aisle last night. We're trying to, they're, they're missing, <laughs> air pumping. One, the one tried an elbow. He tried to go for the elbow. He like fell over. The elderly <laughs> tried to fist pump. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's y'all. This is just all so silly. It goes back to me talking about a fake world. There's no reason for Kamala Harris, the vice president and speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi, to be sitting there with masks on. It, it's lunacy. And it's all just a bunch of fakeness. It just there's no that, you can have walking around sense about this stuff. You need to you know you need to be careful and do your thing. But some of it is just you know you you're, yeah, you're prepared, I, you're, I just feel like I'm I'm blue in the face like a mask is uh, starving mm-hmm. me for oxygen. I can't right. I can't say it anymore. Listen, if three people who've had the vaccine in a spread out room, two of them has to sit there and still it's wear a, giant a mask. room by the way. Still, giant. And, yeah. still, and still wear a mask. Then you know what people look at the TV and go. Well, I mean, the vaccine don't change anything. Yeah. Uh, I got to live the same way I lived before. And you know, we've had some people, uh, we'll talk about this, we got Fauci coming back. Fauci was asked directly, when can my kid play outside without a mask? Because I want to tell the parent, you know, whenever you allow them to. But, Rick I mean, and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Every time you turn it on, makes me want to shout. 35 minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we thank you for being with us. Gabby, G-A-B-I. What does that stand for, Rick? Get a better insurance. That's what that stands for. Birds, what do you mean by that? I'll tell you what I mean by that. Uh, you are likely, uh, like the emails we get every every other day it seems now, you are likely paying more than you need to uh, for your homeowners and your automobile insurance because this is something that we rarely put a lot of thought in it. You know, you know some agent that your daddy knew, or you know, and then the, or your mom and them. That's who they used, and now his boys got the agency after daddy retired or passed on, and now you're still dealing with them. You ain't checked the rate and compared it. Look, you know you have it. You want to get that automobile, so you just get the insurance they want you to get, and you just use the people you always have. And then when you needed to get your mortgage, you just said, "Well, let me call Billy's boy, and he'll get it," because my daddy dealt with Billy, and my granddaddy dealt with Billy Senior, and. Now I'm talking to Trey, Billy the Third. So, um, so why don't you actually go to Gabby.com/slash/bubba? It takes a few minutes, very few minutes, to put in your information on automobile and car. I mean, automobile and house, and then they will show you 40 other of the top brands of insurance that's out there. All the biggies will be there. All State Farmers, State Farm Travelers, Amica, Progressive, Nationwide—they'll all be there. 
and then you'll compare what you're paying for the exact same coverage, and you take the one that's the best. Mm-hmm. And if you've got the best, then great. Then, then oh, Trey, Billy the third, he, he did you right. Uh, if uh, if you've been overpaying, then you know uh, Billy's been taking in vacations on you. So uh, here here is um, here, here's a letter that we got. This came from Cameron. He said, "I've been hearing about Gabby.com slash Bubba for some time now, but uh, I'm just like no hassle Rick. I uh, you know they call me no hassle Cameron. I don't want to fool with something like this. I'd rather I'd rather have stomach problems than to deal with insurance, doctor's appointments, and online portals and waiting on phone." So I was hesitant because I thought it was going to be a hassle, but I was glad I took the few minutes it took to fill out my car insurance. You know why? In a few minutes, I'm saving $115 a month. He was overpaying on his automobile insurance by $115 a month. He said, now I've, I've saved myself $1,338 uh, in a year. Uh, so I got myself a raise. So thank you, Rick and Bubba. You're welcome. No hassle, Cameron. Gabby.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So we mentioned earlier in the program um, – uh, us talking about Bubba and him playing in the Pro-Am coming up. We were updating you on that, and we're going through all that. And uh, so Bubba talked about our rise to the Pro-Am over the years, that he, when we first started, uh, would go and play on the – really, it was kind of the throwaway. It's just, this is the one where you tried to appease the media people that got shut out yeah. on the big day, <laughs> and they'd let you come back and play after the tournament was over on yeah. Monday. Thanks for promoting it. Yeah, and I said – at the mm-hmm. moment, that reminds me of Wayne Ball. Yeah, because I remember yeah. Wayne Ball would always take y'all. Now Wayne Ball was he sales manager in the early days? Uh, he I mean, actually did a air shift and did sales. Yeah. Right, yeah. did both. Yeah, but, uh, combo. Wayne, uh, we we played in several tournaments together. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Wayne. Wayne, Wayne was never a saw a golf course he didn't like. No, Look, <laughs> he could play golf. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not a bad bowler either. No, when we had the Rick and Bubba no. uh, bowling challenge that time with an- <laughs> another you know blowtorch country giant, and I remember we called him Wayne Bowling Ball during that one. <laughs> But his his boys called us. Yeah, it looks like uh, David uh, Wayne Ball's boy just called in. Yeah, you hear us talking about your daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, Dad's always been pretty good in recreational games. That's for sure. <laughs> I, don't know. I wouldn't have played him in billiards. I'll tell you that. No, hey, no. You don't want to play him at pitching pennies. I'm telling you right now. No, I could, Wayne Ball <laughs> pitch pennies. You know, he grew Ping up pong. In the YMCA. Oh yeah. You, you don't want anything to do with ball on these little pickup <laughs> recreational games. It's to eat your uh-uh. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so how's he doing? Yeah. Is he is he is he uh, doing okay? Dad, Dad's doing. He's had a he had a rough last year. He uh, uh he had health issues. Uh, had some more fun. There we go. Uh, yeah, he had some health issues where uh, uh he he uh he'd already had two hip replacements and he had to have two knee replacements. I know. He had to have uh he went through COVID. Had to have a, had to have a uh, pacemaker put in. We got it was it was touch and go there for a little while, but guys now he's back seventy years old, retired and playing golf four days a week. You know he's fine. So <laughs> everything's going good. Wayne Ball good. living the life that every every man wants to live. <laughs> Two new hits. He's me. still my yeah. hero. He is. <laughs> you go, Wayne Bowling Ball. So tell uh, him we said hello. Yeah. Does he ever bring I up sure, the? I sure will. Because he was the yeah, early, days. Yeah, early, yeah, early days. Yeah. Early, early days. Early days. He he's told me stories. Uh, about you, Rick, before you... Uh, oh, we got to let you go, go David. <laughs> got to let you go. Wow, where does the time go? David, a, good to hear from you. What a long you. phone call this is. Uh, but if, <laughs> David, tell, tell, tell your daddy we said hello, buddy. Uh, sure will. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. 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 Right. Yeah, sir, we got to get rid of you there.
<laughs> let you go. Back in no, the trench coat days. No, no need to talk about PJ, pre-Jesus. Cowboy uh, out in the trench coat. Yeah, there he was. Oh, my goodness. Here comes that mullet. Blazing mullet. <laughs> Look out, city. Look who's riding in. <laughs> He's got his open <laughs> Raider Tiger Stripe NFL workout pants. <laughs> Look on the horizon. Here he comes. He's coming out. into our town. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to let you uh, live down either. I almost pulled my ears off. Yeah, well. And his little friend, Kevin Calloway. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's got that other guy. Uh, so um, we were um, – we, what brought this up about playing the bowling is, is so when we first started out, I mean, I would just – I would just – I would just we, – we were we were guerrilla marketing. We would just wage war mm-hmm. against any radio station that was going for advertising dollars or pay our listeners. I mean, we would, we would go all out because there, we didn't have to really deal with syndication then. So we would yeah. just – we would just mark the crosstown rival and just attack. Yes, <laughs> and so anything they would try to do, we'd turn it. Mm-hmm. Anything they do, we'd turn it. Mm-hmm. So, so we'd already done the thing where we got PETA on them about their possum promotion, <laughs> and we would just yeah. make fun of them on the air all, all every day, all day, mm-hmm. and and trying to get a rise because we were just trying to grab some market share. I mean, we were positioned. Now the bowling happened before the the possum. Y- are you sure? Yeah, because it was one of the very first things we did. Yeah, I don't remember, yeah. but I remember that they attempted. They got mad about us making fun of them and about me making fun of them mainly. And they sent some fax. I remember this fax machine, and it had a bunch of innuendo about they had some great – they were great bowlers. I don't know why anybody cares who can bowl. <laughs> Not sure. But where we came from, no one ever said, no, why don't you that guy? That's the bowler. He's the best bowler in the neighborhood. <laughs> but anyway, to them and their little geek world, they thought that was a big deal mm-hmm. You know, because I'd play a little ball, and they thought they were a big deal because they could bowl. So anyway, um, so what happened is they send this fax in, and, of course, everything we did, we turned on them, everything. And so I got the facts, and I went on the air and claimed. I said, well, remember this, Bubba? I was reading it because Bubba had to try to hold it together when I would do it. I said, I'll tell you what this is. This is an attack against people who are physically handicapped. And, of course, everybody's like, how is he going to make this case? As some of you may or may not know, I was born club-footed. Which, by the way, is is factually right, correct. Right. It's factually correct. Right. Now, it, now I went on to play football and everything, so it didn't. And they had to break my legs and all this kind of stuff. Terrible. So I made, especially the older women of the audience who they said got the most angry at them, were screaming at them at remotes. And I said, "This is a direct attack on the attack on the fact they know I've never bowled because I can't physically do it." And that I always wanted to bowl as a kid, and I told some story about me Man. watching people bowl with, with, with my braces on, <laughs> yeah, with my braces right. on, all that. And I said, you know, all I could do was maybe take. I'm a swing. still uncomfortable. You tell yeah, me because you remember we talked about me trying to play kickball and I do the swinging yeah, gate, yeah, yeah. you know, and all that. And so, so anyway, so we built it up as they they are they're going over the line. You know, this is all supposed to be radio fun. And now they've gone after Rick personally. They're being hurtful. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. and, and, and the physical problems they had when he was a child. Mm-hmm. And we turned it into that, and it built up into this big, huge thing, and everybody started hating him for it. <laughs> so now, if I even knock down one pin, the place goes crazy. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. But what I did oh, is you went, went, up to overcome the it, Rick. But, but back, to the call, back, back to the call from David, once I told Wayne Bowling Ball about it, <laughs> he, to no one's surprise, he said, "Oh, I'm very good at bowling." Yeah, I'll take care. <laughs> and then we then we went to Jean Jean the bowling machine. She yeah. ran. She was the traffic person. <laughs> yeah. And then Bubba played. And we yeah. built we built up a pretty good little bowling mm-hmm. team. And uh, you know, we, Bubba had his own bowling ball. And so we set it up. <laughs> went to, out, bought one. Not then. We we set it up to this big, 
you know, thing yeah. at the bowling alley. Yeah. And it, it turned into a pretty good promotion. <laughs> it's like a radio yeah. version of Anchorman. Yeah. We but, all show up and look yeah. at each other. But Wayne Ball, he was he was the legendary salesperson who was on air too stuff. He he all he was always he just seemed when you were young like us, you looked to Wayne Ball and just thought, that guy's got it going on. Yeah. I mean he he can do it all. Yeah. Wayne never got uh you know, he never got his feathers ruffled. He no. always mm. you think, yeah. you he think, was always under control. You think Wayne's gonna make his number this month? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in a scramble format, he always hits last. Oh, he hits oh, last in a scramble yeah. every time. Come through for us, Wayne. Clean we need up. You here. He's <laughs> clean up batter. That's right. All right. All right. Has Wayne shot yet? No, he's last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll take we, his we ball move forward. <laughs> we'll take his ball move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play Wayne. Just let Wayne go first and save him. Save the time. Right. So we'll come back. We'll, we got a Fauci. I hate to keep yeah. doing these Fauci yeah. updates. And, Rick, we have a high-profile death that we're going to have to mention. Can you, well, is somebody else going to mention it? Well, if y'all don't, I will. Okay. Oh. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba. We're back. Eight six six. We be big. All right, Bubba. I don't know this high profile death. Do you want to share it before we hear from Fouch? Well, the high priest of help. Speedy, do you want to go ahead and say it? Speedy, you say explain. it. I don't know. Um, Apollo eleven astronaut Michael Collins has passed away at the age of ninety. Yeah, the command module pilot. He's the one that stayed in the command module when. Uh, uh, the other two astronauts went down to the moon. And, Rick, you're talking about the loneliest man in history. Uh, when he went around the backside of the moon and By he was the self. only one up there. <laughs> and he took the famous picture of the Earth that it had everyone that had ever lived on the Earth in that picture except for those three guys. What about this? Was it? Did it seem to be flat when they saw the picture? <laughs> no, it was round. He was in orbit around huh? the round moon. Hey, huh? 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 huh. huh. Shut up. So yeah. he was, get this, Rick, he was 90 years old. Uh, Neil Armstrong died at 82, but it was because of a uh, uh, of an error in a heart procedure he had. Huh. Buzz Aldrin is still 91. And going strong, so still having for, a great time. If you if you think that the uh, astronauts traveling in space got radiation or suffered long term health issues, that would be a nay. No, it would not. You're right. Eighty two right. with the botched deal, yep. and then ninety and ninety one and still going. Yep. Yep. You think Buzz Aldrin could beat Wayne Ball in golf? Ooh, Buzz Aldrin would probably. He would probably try mm-hmm. uh, or throw his walker at you. Remember, yeah, right. he could out wrap him. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that. That was a good one. That bothered you a little bit? We still play that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I always thought this, this guy's name was Doug Collins for some reason. You did. No, no, Doug, Doug Collins, Collins is a basketball. basketball. That's right. Yeah. I get them confused. <laughs> well, I get them confused. Well, Michael Collins. Yeah, how, you won't believe me in times. I said, man, I'll tell you what. Like, can you imagine me and Doug Collins up there by yourself? And everybody's looking at me like I'm an idiot. So what's Doug Collins doing? Rick, do you think? Madison Square Garden? Mm-hmm. You, you know, I know these astronauts were professional. Most of them were test pilots at one point. And they had their assignments that they did. And they did it well. But... Do you think if you're in that first crew going to the moon and they say, by the way, we need you to stay in orbit and take care of the ship until they get back? You know, the first like, thing nah, I would say? No, no, no. You can't have nothing. <laughs> but don't you hey, feel you like. you can't even walk on the but, moon. But, but he, you feel like, hey, I'm in the ship. If they can't get back, at least I yeah. can get back. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he was in stuck a, on the moon. There you are. Yeah, he was in a position. He could have he come back. But um, well, what, what, what if that had been a tough decision if they couldn't get back and oh, he had wow. to hit the button to go he back to go, and leave them well, back? You know what you do? You know what you do, Greg? I got to get back and help others. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to. <laughs> so, 
but he was the command module pilot, and then they had one that was the lunar module pilot, and then the commander. So he so, graduated from West Point, and and he joined the Air Force to become a fighter pilot. What is this experimental test pilot? Yeah, that was those the Air guys. Force. You just, you just them in anything. Well, yeah. that, well, that was where they. Let's you know, most of them fly, were test pilot. Yeah. yeah, or how good does it fly? How fast can you make it go? Where yeah. do you lose control at? Exactly. He was fearless. Those guys yeah. were. They were. Mm, that's a tough job. What was the guy's name that was the, the most experimental pilot everybody didn't love? Chuck Yeager. Chuck Yeager. I yeah. knew Greg was going to say that. Don't ever, don't ever have anything negative to say about yeah. Chuck Yeager yeah. around Greg. Yeah. Do you remember, you especially have playing right up to the atmosphere. You've seen those movies where the test pilots and astronauts kind of got, mm-hmm. you know, they were a little chippy with each other. Oh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, one day, uh, well, this is, uh, you know, I know that going to the moon is not near as big as being the high priest of health. You're right. Uh, yeah. Fauci. Fauci. Fauci again uh, seems to be illogical, uh, <laughs> and I don't, I don't. I, is he now just trying to infuriate us? I mean, I, I don't know. It's like this. Is he having fun with all this now? People are asking questions of the Fouts that are really pretty common sense, and and Fouts just seems to be contradicting himself. Not, uh, not, not, not. No, this was involving this ongoing weirdness with children and mask mm-hmm. and outside and. So, so this question is asked on what? Uh, the Today Show. The Today Show. So here's Fauci. <clears throat> when are kids going to be able to take off those masks and play outside at the playground? You know, that's going to be the same thing that I mentioned a moment ago. It's going to be a situation. Well, first of all, kids will ultimately wind up getting vaccinated. But you want to have some no, activity in that yeah. direction before they do. High school kids will likely get vaccinated as we get into the fall term and children of any age will likely be vaccinated by the time we get to the end of the year but let's not talk about the end of the year let's talk about the immediate or intermediate future when children are out in the community when you have 30 40 50,000 new infections per day they are unvaccinated now because children can't get vaccinated now and for that reason they are more at risk of getting infected because they are out in the community where there is a lot of infection. When the community level starts to go way down, the risks to everybody, including the children, is going to be dramatically diminished. What? But, but there's been no science, what? none, that has shown that children, little children, are at risk at all. And outside... They still have to wear a mask, and we're not talking about children with underlying causes that are no, that are currently not, sick. Or, again, or that goes back. You know, one, like, kids are, are the right. last group to be affected. Two, they're outside. There's no need for them to wear a Good mask. Good night. That's ridiculous. How many cases do we even have of small children even getting it at all, and then passing it on to teachers? That's still at a zero. The passing it on to teachers, um, and then he's just talking about we're going to just vaccinate these kids. So, so why? I mean, uh, it, for for what reason? Uh, it it just is. Uh, I mean, I know I'm going to be canceled like Joe Rogan by right. suggesting that, but yeah. it's um, it just seems weird. There, I, there's no reason for little children 
to be playing outdoors in mass. It, okay, it's it's, it's well, lunacy. You know how you got to pick up on stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you see how he kind of threw that out the timeline of what to expect? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, high schoolers, they're gonna it's gonna be kind of the fall, or whatever. That's a sign that's coming. Are they going to say if you go to high school or whatever, you have to be vaccinated to return? Yeah, well, or several, stuff like some, that. Some colleges are already doing that. I know Harvard colleges and are. Yale, and you're going to see that trickle down. Yeah, I have no doubt. No doubt about that. Well, then we got a decision to make at our house. Well, it's going to be just like now. I mean, when your your kid, um, unless you can find some sort of exemption, you have to have that what blue card, green card, all these different cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's not the green one; it's the blue one. And the blue card, or whatever. I don't know. So they're just going. They're going. Tr- they're just going to tell you. They're going to when you when you say, "Well, I don't know about that." You know, they say, "Well, wait a minute. We've been doing that forever. This is just another vaccine we throw in there." Yeah. Oh, you want to play high school football? Okay, you can be on the football team, but you got to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're going to say? Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. I mean, we'll probably get there, no doubt. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just a different version of the vaccine passport. Mm-hmm. But we've had that for other things. But mm-hmm. I just don't think that this thing, uh, especially with kids, reaches that level where we need to make it mandatory. No, I, I don't. I don't um, I, we, we're not seeing an overwhelming, oh, my goodness, look what's happened to the kids. Mm-hmm. And, and we ought to be thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, but it's um, – so that just seems odd. The playing outside with a mask on – I can't even wrap my mind around that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that. Well, I've heard his commentary on the whole kids thing. It's not really to protect them because they're going to be okay. It's to protect their loved ones that they'll infect because they don't even know they have it, and then they'll give it to somebody who gives it to somebody who ca- and then the, somebody uh, catches yeah. it that don't need to get so it. On, the only so on, the only yeah. flaw in that is we still haven't had a little kid give it to anybody. I, I mean, there haven't been a teacher know. that's been affected by a kid yet. I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, where where's all that data? I don't know. The kids are big carriers of it. I'm talking about young kids. I don't know. It, it doesn't exist. So um, it's uh, it's everybody say it, everybody up. And boy, I tell you, it's going to get to the point where you just remember how they've been pointing at your head, taking your temperature. Bring it, bring it, bring it. And the show that way. <laughs> yep. Huh. So basically, there's people that say Michael Collins' picture of the, of the Earth is just it's not it's not really a picture. Yeah, I, I hate to say that on the day we they died. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.